is a bucket and some water and a mine. Just splashing all over there. And with that, I say welcome to Geeks with Kids, the bi weekly <laughs> geeky podcast. From Eric, are, you re- are you recording? No, we no, recording? we're going live on uh we're going live on uh Twitch, so we don't need so you to you don't need to record? Okay. No. Because it goes live there, and as long as you guys are under the sa- the right like names, I think you're right. Yeah, you're all right. So far, so far, so good. It's all good. I'm pretty sure there's audio. (laughs) I'm pretty sure there's audio this week. I mean, I've done myself. We'll find out. We'll find out in a couple weeks. Couple days, um, <laughs> and then you can download it from Twitch or send it to YouTube or whatever you want. Exactly, that's what I'm gonna do. Anyway, this geeks with kids, the, the geeky lo- podcast from parenting point of view. Sometimes, yeah. yep. you know, when we that's do us. it. Sometimes, you know, Marcus. You know. Um, so we are one week and a bit away from uh, dumpster fire, like into dumpster fire 2.0. So you know, we thought we'd gathered together <laughs> and talk about dumpster fire 1.0, which was the year 2020. Um, we're going to talk about our favorite TV shows, our favorite movies, and our favorite video games of the year. But first, we we like to gather, and we haven't seen each other for a while, so you know we want to we want we want to converse. We want to say, you know, what are you liking right now? What's your what, what, what's your yum? Don't, don't you what's your yum, Matt Moore? What's your yum, <laughs> Matt Moore? Started so so much. Love Matt, it so much. Matt Moore. I'm gonna use the same thing. I hope that your fingers turn into fish hooks and your balls get itchy. <laughs> and you with that, just said that. Thank you for the follow, <laughs> Heavenly Goldfish. <laughs> <laughs> so heavenly, that was perfect timing. It was. Ooh. Uh, like I put this on the other server. Weird. Um, what's good? Oh God, what's good? Um, um, it's 2021, and we aren't on fire. It looks like David's on fire. Yet, yet. Yeah, I'm. No, it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. sort of. sort of. We're good. Like I don't know if we're good. Good in that. I know. Like you know, there's talk and we're our numbers are up in that. Um, we're not the states. You know. I mean, 2021 didn't start out well for them. It started out <laughs> interesting. I'll give it that. It's always interesting. Uh. Never a dull moment, but uh, no, no, no. Uh, in all seriousness, um, the, the, not <clears throat> good. I'm playing an obscene amount of Dead by Daylight, uh, which I was talking about earlier, uh, which I'm happy about. I've, there are worse rabbit holes to fall down than the abject slaughter of innocent survivors, uh, which makes me feel good and makes me a real happy guy. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, I've had a lot of caffeine today. Can you tell? <laughs> Uh, I think I was going to say, I just beat uh, Miles Morales, Spider-Man Miles Morales for the PS4, which was awesome. Uh, that game made me so happy. Uh, do you um, still have a PS4 or are you playing on PS5? I have a PS4, dude. I don't... I, oh, that's I, sure. I don't got, I don't got that, that that mad Twitch money y'all are making on the off times. <laughs> I got a Fair. PS4. How was it on the PS4, actually? Because I don't know anyone gorgeous. that played it. Was it was absolutely gorgeous. Yeah. Uh, no, I had no control issue. No, their loading times were loading times, but I'm used to PS4 loading times, so it wasn't like, oh my god, this is so laggy. It's like, cool, it's loading a level. Hey, there's the level, and it still looks gorgeous. I nice. did not, it did not bother me at all. Nice. Thanks for the follow, Crony23, and the Hobo One, and Alex does plenty. Look at all Woo! these fine folks coming in and supporting their 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 champ. I don't know about that. Alex does plenty guy. I don't trust him. Mm, I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) And Uh, so Miles Morales and uh, Dead by Daylight. um, Yeah, that's uh, that it. Um, My uh, NGTTWF career is going swimmingly. I am still your universal champion, uh, which makes me very, very happy. Uh, I tend to stay that way for a very, very long time because why wouldn't I? 
and you just won't accept the results if they do come around. <laughs> I can control my narrative however I see fit. We will storm wherever you guys storm. As a whole as a whole armada of my American compatriots start to follow us. Let's make fun of the states, guys. It's a great idea. Not making fun of the states. I I have family there. I love the states, but there are things there that are crazy right now, and I just Uh, on our our sister cast, um, Strange New Pod. I definitely made a America joke that was a little that maybe cut a little too deep last week. (laughs) A little bit. It was fine. It was fine. An iota, if you will. (laughs) All good, Matt. Should we go to the next? Yeah, we can definitely go and find out what else is good. We're gonna move on over to which way is it on the internet? This way, Marcus. Oh, hey, woohoo! Hi. Uh, Much is good, good, good. Um, uh, You know, surviving into the new year, things are nice. Uh, I wasn't on the last uh, podcast that happened. Uh, This is, I just moved to a new house. Oh, yeah, we talked about the Mandalorian. You didn't get to talk about it. I I have plenty to say about the Mandalorian, and I will do it anytime for any reason. It's going to be right now, isn't it? (laughs) For example, the Mandalorian. Look how cute this little baby is. I love him to death. This is one of my new... My now, new acquiries. Say, where did you, did you acquire that, or did you fabricate that? I acquired the asset. Uh, <laughs> he, uh, yeah, this, this was one of my sideshow buys. Um, I absolutely loved him, and it's just it was made from Legacy Effects, the same guys who actually do the puppets nice. for who made the original puppets for the uh, for the show. So he's made from the same sort of molds. So it's it's correct scale. Uh, correct, like sculpting and everything. It's really nice. Um, he's beautiful. I love him. Amazing. Um, so the eyes. The eyes are they're 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 like a nice clear crystal resin kind of thing. Um, there's a couple of different modifications that some people are doing. One thing that I want to do is if you add a little bit of like liquid resin uh, around the edges and just like very fineness, it gives that little bit of watery wetness mm. and it gives it a little bit more realism. I might do that at some point. Uh, I might do a couple other modifications. I want to paint this uh, cloak up a little bit. It looks a little bit too clean. pristine clean, and, yeah. and clean. Yeah. Show, show the internet but, um, its feet because everyone oh, who has like the plush versions, like there's you, just you a little round end. This. Like, look at these little, these You're adorable. Certain OnlyFans. Those little tribes. <laughs> <laughs> They're so cute. Wow. Roku OnlyFans. I just love them. They're so adorable. And uh, yeah, so that, that was one of my fun, good things. Um, been playing some fun games. Uh, recently started playing Man Eater. Uh, that was my. That's my yum. <laughs> okay. Dude, it is, is that... so much fun. It's okay. so much fun. It is. It is so okay. stupid, but yeah. it's so much fun. There is. There is nothing going on except you are a shark eating fucking everything but they also and make fun fight. of reality shows because it's basically they, they make fun of so much shit also did you like i'm not sure how far you got i'm here, pretty far I've explored the entire i've explored the entire map did you find the the kaiju uh entrance way no i haven't seen that one yet have you Ooh, <laughs> did you know it. that spongebob's house is <laughs> there <laughs> really yeah. oh wow oh i gotta God. start playing this this game is All so right. funny <laughs> It's on. It's on the PS5 uh, yeah. or the PS Network thing, whatever. It, yeah. PS Plus, yeah. Free download. I've got, I've got it downloaded. I haven't tried it yet. Is, it, is it the monthly? Uh, yeah, it's for PS5. Monthly, yeah. Oh, I gotta get it now. Yeah, I don't remember any of this in that Hollow Notes music video. <laughs> <laughs> 
I was on chat with Eric the other night playing Destiny while he was playing Maneater and that, and all I kept hearing like for like a half hour was, "God damn, alligators back!" <laughs> alligators are getting pursued by the same alligator the, over the and over. The fifteen, the fifteen power, like the fifteen uh, percentage thing, alligator. That thing was a pain in the ass. Yep, yep. But I've I've killed every gator so far, yeah. and I hate those fucking. Things. I'm leveled like twenty one now or twenty two. Oh, you son of a bitch! I'm only like sixteen or seventeen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And now I'm. Have you been? Are you elder? No, I'm not. I'm still adult. Um, but... Okay, so to, to, because you're at the right level, all you need to do is find Scaly Pete. If you fight Scaly Pete, you yeah, I, I have to still. I want to do all the other hunters first. <laughs> Everybody else is like, "What is wrong with these fucking Scaly Pete?" <laughs> so Scaly Pete is the shit. <laughs> so they have this like Shark Week like documentary. Like the game is sort of based around Shark Week, and they have like this documentary style thing of about all the shark hunters. And basically, you go around killing shark hunters. As part of the thing, so like in GTA, when you like, when you do the stars and the police level goes up, you kill enough humans, and then the and then the shark hunters come and try and kill you. Yeah, yeah. it's um, it's it's, it's so much fun. <laughs> it's great. Do you it's have? So oh, we got bits from hugs uh, from Hobo. Thank you. <laughs> hey, and bits from hugs. Yeah, right on. We got the, a sub from hugs. The 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 one the yeah resub for three months. That's awesome. Um, another thing about <laughs> about the uh, freaking manhunters thing is that if you kill certain things, you get different upgrades. It's also an RPG. You upgrade different parts of your shark, which is okay. Ridiculous. So now I have to get this game now because you're, like, you're gonna you're gonna lose your shit. It's, it's, it's so great. much You'll fun. Love it. I love it. All right. It's, it's so good, and it's part Tony Hawk because you have to like get like freaking like <laughs> swim up and do your flips and you like, yeah, jump oh over my God. things. Oh, okay, and, like, so, yeah, jumping yeah. the boardwalk. Oh my God. Yeah. yeah. Have you have you gone on the the Ferris wheel or not Ferris wheel? The the I haven't gone on the, it. Roller You can get on the roller coaster. That's you can amazing. Get on the freaking roller coaster. Mm, I love this. I right now, <laughs> right now, um, I have like electric teeth, so everything I I. Bite it, oh, like just stuns them, nice. and there's like little electric effect. Anyway, it's a fun game. That's my yum as well. It's yes, yes, good yum. Also, it is a good yum. Also, it's important to note the narrator is Chris Parnell. Chris Parnell, okay. yes, yes, from yes. the Lonely Island. The narration is honestly freaking hysterical. Yes. It is Dr. so good. Oh. <laughs> so yeah, that's my. That's pretty much my yum. I yeah, I'm happy with that. And we just got a follow from Bray Dollars. Nice. Oh. Whoop whoop. Uh, hey, are you uh, are you following the chat? Because uh, since this is your channel, you might. No, no, no. To, you uh, should you should chat. You should do, do I have, that. Do I have to do I have to do this? Yes, to... you. It's all you, man. Because okay, there we go. Yeah. <laughs> Anything you wanna you wanna bring up gonna, in the that's chat? That's gonna insult everybody. <laughs> no, that's fine. <laughs> it's all you, sir. It's all you. The trash, get out of my lobby. You're I, free, 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 I, free water. You're I like. Water. <laughs> I like. I like. Did like wiped out yesterday when I was running on my main floor, and I sort of. <laughs> hurt my yes i know um, i hurt my back and my neck because i went head first into a wall it was oh, it was shit. it was very nice Damn. it was it was very very fun that's my uh, physically wiped out i yeah. thought you meant like in the game i was like oh that kind yeah. of stuff oh no no like, <laughs> for real no, like, no. I, i'm old man hurt right now we get ruined much easier now the older we get oh my god oh my i god. strained i strained my leg going over a baby gate like yesterday <laughs> literally just oh, like, those things are dangerous at least you didn't hit and catch your know. nuts. Um, <laughs> no, not yet. Um, let's, no, let's, he's not old enough for that yet. 
Mm, yeah, it's fair. <laughs> Let's move on, moving on over to Hawk, who's who's looking over at something blue. What are you looking at? All right. I'm what trying you... to put the sleep timer on so my TV doesn't keep shutting off. <laughs> <laughs> well, what what are you what are you liking? What do you, what's your yum? What are you liking? I hate you. Yummy, yum, 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 yum. Well, my yum, Eric. I think you already know what my yum is. I know what your yum is. Is it a TV I, show yeah, that I introduced been, you to? I hate you yes. so much. <laughs> A TV show that's it's filmed one, in Toronto. I must warn you, I when I first started watching the first episode, I didn't give it half a chance, and that I was a little distracted. I've I gotta start putting my phone down more than that when I'm watching TV nowadays. So, anyways, my what, yum, what show is it? What show is it? It is called The Expanse, and I am I just finished off season two last night. Oh yeah. <laughs> Oh my God! Um, for anybody who hasn't seen it yet, uh, I, how many of you guys are familiar with it? I know uh, of it. I, I haven't watched it. It. I just started. I'm a few episodes in. It is the most okay. realistic sci-fi show you will ever watch. Yeah. <laughs> it's. Yeah. And- the, I'm. I am so engaged with this cast. I. I don't know when I've liked a cast more. Uh, in the a, in writing is show. good. The acting is good. The special wait, effects wait, are amazing. Did you say it's a sci-fi show with good writing? Yeah. I don't believe you. And the tagline that the, has been thrown at it uh, is Game of Thrones in space. And to be no, honest, no, 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 I, Game of Thrones. Mm, I wouldn't. Uh, you don't talk about Game of Thrones fit. anymore. No, I don't. No, no. It's just not the end of Game. Not the end of Game of Thrones. The promise of what it once was and could be. To be not. fair, one of the people looks like Jon Snow. <laughs> uh, it, it's pronounced it, June Snoo. <laughs> looks looks like and is pretty much analogous to in that it, the righteous man on, on a path that is. You know, outside of these people who are warring, we have like we have Earth, the Mars colony, and those in between. They're known as the Belters. They're people who are born and live in space on space <laughs> stations their entire lives. Um, you know, they are culturally different. They are all physical, physiologically different. Sure. You know, um, God, it, I don't want to say too much in that, but basically, they're warring over the next generation of what will of weaponry that will give them power in the universe. What, right on. What's scary is that this show feels like where we're headed, like in real life. How many seasons do they have? Five right now. The fifth one is currently Five. on. Yeah. Oh, fuck. That show started. That guy wanted to make an, a sci-fi RPG, and then it wasn't getting picked up, I guess, or it wasn't selling. So his friend was like, why don't you write a book or yep. a comic or something? And then that got turned into this TV show, yep. which is fucking huge now. Yeah, so his first yeah. book came out, awesome. and people were just like, fuck, TV show right now. <laughs> like, yeah. the rights went right away. It was crazy. <laughs> um, it's really good. Thomas Jane is phenomenal in this show. I, I was just looking at the cast list, and I'm like, Thomas Jane, I haven't seen him in something for so long, and I the love The Punisher Thomas himself. Jane. The Punisher is so the, good in this the show. The Punisher. The, the Punisher. The, um, uh, what's her name uh, from uh, that has the amazing voice, the the deep one? Oh, sh- her name is uh, Shora Agdashlu, and that she's an she's Ooh. an Iranian actress, the one with the very cool. smoky voice. You've heard her in a million sci-fi oh, things. Twenty-four. Uh, right. Yeah, she's in twenty-four. Yeah. yeah. Oh, oh yeah, uh, I see was, her. She was the voice of the future war cult leader in Destiny. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Anyways. Her, her, she plays Christian. She's a, she's a UN, UN undersecretary. The, yeah, uh, with, with, she has some a scene chewing scenes. In that. Oh, this, so it's, good! It's the best role I've ever seen her in. I've seen her a million things, but this is this is her best role yet. 
she it's also all filmed in toronto so um it's support canada obviously our arts um and it's great seeing seeing uh roy thompson hall used as the un headquarters (laughs) (laughs) the inside and the outside he's just like that is don't and then roy thompson hall shows up later and just like oh my god like all the places it's just like it's amazing um yeah so see the expanse on amazon prime it's all on Prime. And all the, currently it, it, on Amazon Prime. All seasons are on there. They're yeah. going through season five right now. It, look, uh, it looks pretty, too. Like, if you got a 4K HDR TV, mm-hmm. it looks real nice. That yeah, show. absolutely. Uh, and all the ships are, you know, um, if you guys watch Battlestar Galactica, all the ships move. Follows like, Battlestar Galactica rules for space. Real? Yeah. Nice. So it's it's great. Oh, ah, so good. Go watch The Expanse. Uh, David, what are you liking right now? So I have created a black hole for my friends to get sunk into with me, which is going back and playing Star Wars: The Old Republic. I knew that's what you were gonna say. (laughs) I was off from December twenty fourth to January tenth, and we, my friends and I, played almost nothing but that, uh, and it's terrible. Uh, It's it's not good because it's it's a WoW clone, so it's like I've been stuck into WoW, but it's non Star Wars canon. Mm-hmm. Uh, with great voice acting, though the whole mm-hmm. game's voice acted, so it's awesome. Um, yeah, I'd beaten the game previously as one of the eight stories, so I'm like, I'm gonna go back and play as the Jedi Consular, uh, which is voiced by Nolan North. Except it's his douchiest, worst British accent he could possibly do, <laughs> and I hate the whole storyline. I hate it it's so bad. <laughs> you're, you're okay, so you're like, you start as a Padawan, right? Classic, right? Obviously. You're like, ooh, oh, your master is like off doing something. So you're just going to go train by yourself. You're like, I, okay, I guess. And then, you know, there's a force. Uh, what is it? There's a Sith master who discovers an old power where they can like basically mind control Jedi masters. And they're like, okay, instead of sending a Jedi master to go deal with this, why don't we send this Padawan to go find the cure? And then you show up, you get the cure, you learn it. And then immediately a Sith shows up and destroys the holocron. So it's like now you're the only one in the universe who can save all the Jedi Masters. Obviously. But I guess you can't teach it to anyone else for some reason. <laughs> so they're like, all right, you're 12, but now we need you to go fight all these, like go save all these Jedi Masters. Uh, and the whole time I've been like choosing the dark side path. So instead oh. of actually saving the Jedi Masters, I've been killing them. <laughs> nice. I like, I like where you're going. <laughs> I, I do watch your streams. Wrong. It's been it's been terrible. Your streams have uh, been really fun watching. Because uh, I yeah, sit there and I'm like, oh, I should, I should, I should play this game. Because I like Star Wars. Speaking of Star Wars, the the High Republic stuff started what this past week, and there's like yeah. three books in one comic book, and I have started reading one of them. I'm sorry, guys. Uh- <laughs> I just don't understand. It's just you know how I feel about yeah. You know how I feel about this whole like let's you have to read the comic books, you have to read the novels, you have yeah. to do this, and you have to get, subscribe yeah. to the radio channel, then you have to get the tires that we sent out. Like yeah. there's too much shit that you don't forget to, to go into Fortnite to, to get those too. Story. It's not only that, but each novel. So there's like, there's, I think there's going to be there's five planned novels this yep. year at least. Yeah. And then there's like a young adult one. There's an adult one. There's like two children's ones. Yeah. So the so it's like if the, you want to get the whole story, you're going to read two children's books, a young adult novel, and then like a regular. Yeah. So the the regular uh, then, novel came out and one kid, of the, young adult. the kid wants to read an adult yeah. novel and then learn like no. it's just, and the comic book no. series. Don't forget about that. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the multiple ones. Um. Needless to say, it's it's neat. Um, there is a young Yoda in it. Um, by young, he's young. like two hundred years, years younger. Three hundred years younger. Two hundred, three hundred. Yeah, spring, spring yeah, chicken. Three hundred years before. It's like they're hope. desperately trying to recoup the financial loss of the last two movies. It's weird how they would go about this. Mm. Mm. It's like they thought mm. what George Lucas did made sense, so they're just going to repeat what he did with new books <laughs> that 
you know, aren't as maybe they're as good, maybe they're worse. Who knows? Yeah, I'm also yeah. It it the <laughs> the the High Republic book that I'm reading, the main one, is it's all right. Um, it's all right. <laughs> I like the you story. I think it's inspired confidence. <laughs> it's just. All right. I, uh, okay. Perfectly okay. splendid. From where I am, it's all right. <laughs> I don't mind spending copious amounts of money on shit that's not that great. It's yeah. I, I started an Audible trial at audibletrial.com slash geekswithkids. So I got a free 30-day nice. trial and two free books that I can keep forever. <laughs> um, and... Um, Plug, plug, plug. I know, right? I do a lot of Audible. It's really good. I highly recommend it. Yeah. Audible is great. I, I So I got Dark Tide, which is the new Star Trek book. Star Trek Picard mm. book, and I got the New Republic book just to listen. Dark Vale. Dark Vale. Sorry, you didn't, didn't get uh, you didn't get Ready Player Two yet. I have it in book form, so uh, I'm just gonna. I haven't read, read that yet. I want it, to. It's uh, starting off. It feels like Ready Player One, but that's not a bad thing. I don't. How think. bizarre! Not I know, a bad right? thing at all. Um, anyway, let's move on to shows. What is your? What are you liking? What do you? What's your yum? Yum 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 yum. Uh, so yeah. So. <laughs> <clears throat> Excuse me. So, so the thing that that I've really sort of been getting into recently uh, has been Lego, and and specifically the adult Lego sets. Um, I've got the um, penises. <laughs> I was gonna say like, <laughs> we're all thinking adult thinking. Lego sets because I am like a blue on that. Damn. No, because because the, the, the these Lego boxes actually say meant for ages eighteen and up. It's interesting, you know, with, with some of these. But the, I got the the um, the Lego Batmobile, um, the nineteen eighty nine Lego Batmobile. Nice. And, yeah. And it's and it's like that long. It's awesome. Um, <laughs> and I got the uh, the upside down from uh, Stranger Things. And I saw I, that. That looks pretty cool. cool. Okay, that's kind of dope. It's really cool. I got the um, uh, what was the other one? The, the Friends uh, Central Perk uh, Lego okay, set, okay. Mm-hmm. and then the one that I'm working on right now is this guy right here that I got for Christmas. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So That's this is awesome. wicked. So I'll keep you guys updated once this you, is all built. You got to put what? this guy on top, and then it plays oh, the Mario yeah. theme. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. So right right now, even like in, in my uh, in my other room, I have I have a, a cabinet that just has all my like fancy Lego sets up. You there gotta twitch yourself see. like um yeah man like, like putting it together. I'd watch that. I want to watch that. Yeah, let's build. Yeah. Also, also, also builds. So have you you already did the Batman the Batmobile? Yeah. How many pieces was that? Oh, it was uh, three thousand or four thousand pieces. Like damn, oh, awesome! I uh, so I want precarious. That. I wanted to. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> also, the Batwings are too right. I'm gonna go get it. Hold on, I'll go cool. get it. Bring it over here. Yeah. So they released the Batwing, and they have an attachment that you can hang it on your wall. So it's just like the Batwings. Oh yeah, I saw that. It's oh. huge. It's giant. It's massive. It's it's the scale yeah. for the Batmobile. So it's big. Sweet. So oh, it's sure. yeah, it's huge. Okay. I want it. That I whole Lego it. Adventure series is amazing. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, everybody votes on an idea that you can propose anything you want. If you if you can build it with Lego, you can propose it on the website and that. And it's all and just. If some enough people vote on it and that, then they make it happen. Yeah, they're they going to do the That's, Joker though, because that the ooh. barrel of that gun is going to droop. That, was, that thing looks amazing. <laughs> yeah, that, that looks so good. Look at that. I got a slide. Oh, oh my god, it slides. it slides! And then all the details inside. The That's room. fucking Lego. Yeah. Are you sure? Oh my god! Now yeah, make it. Now like turn Lego. on the engine. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Where's the fire? Real, real flames shoot out the back. Oh my god! Oh, that looks so good. Does it light up? It doesn't How? light up now. Oh damn! I'm sure there are so light up blocks. Smooth. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. That's so. Yeah, so cool. that, that's what oh, I meant by adult Lego sets. Like this. This is not okay, your. This is not like a little kid's Lego set. You know what yeah, I mean? No, that is a giant penis. Awesome. You're right. Um, <laughs> that is. That is a penis I mean, car. If that's you a try penis hard car. 
Um, like I have the ISS, like the Inter- International Space Station, and it's a gorgeous Lego set, and it's yeah. part of that Inventor uh, series. So, good on them for doing that. They also have the Jabba's sail barge, which is apparently like fucking. That would be ginormous. insane. Five thousand pieces. Probably. Good lord! God, it's all yeah. brown. They all look the same, but you know, yeah. <laughs> it's like the world's pointiest fucking jigsaw puzzle. Exactly. Like doing it all, yeah, an all white jigsaw puzzle. You're just like, yeah. Oh my god. Anyway. <laughs> We're done. What's what's good? What, what we're liking? So we're gonna move on over to the main topic, which is the yeah, best TV it. show, the best movie, and the best video game that came out in 2020. The only thing, the only stipulation I had was that it had to air or be released in 2020, and that's all we did. Uh, what do you guys want to do? TV show, movie, or video game first? I feel like TV would be a good like uh, start. Yeah, I feel like TV show. Oh, TV. All right. Yeah. So for me, I'm gonna start this 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 wild ride. My favorite TV show of 2020 was The Good Place. The Good Place is an American fantasy comedy television series created by Mike Shear. It premiered in 2016, but it ended in January of 2020 after four seasons and 53 episodes. Basically, the plot uh, centers around these this group of four people who find out they're in the afterlife. And the afterlife is... Um, is split up into the good place and the bad place. So good people go to the good place, bad people go to the bad place. And really, that's all I want to spoil if you haven't seen the show. Because um, the show is so good. It's so funny. Um, it's it's written with the help of um, philo- philosophical professors. So all the philosophy that is shown, uh, one of the main characters, Chidi, is a philosophy philosophy professor. So he ends up talking about philosophy throughout the whole series. And it's actually... Sort of therapeutic. I don't know if uh, if you guys have felt that way during the show, but I felt that way uh, during it. And the cast is amazing. It has Kristen Bell, sure. William Jackson Harper, Jamila Jamil, Darcy Carden, Manny Jacinto, and Ted Danson. Everyone loves yeah. Ted Danson, so you have to see love, the show. Love, mm. um, love Ted Danson. Did any, what did you guys think of The Good Place? Was this up on your list anywhere? Yeah, uh, definitely, one hundred percent. It would have been, it was one a consideration. I love the Good Place. So that was a great show, and I, I uh, just like you were saying, uh, like the the character of Chidi. Well, I mean, I didn't feel any therapeutic feelings from it from him, but like he, just his rants and his like his uh, passion towards his philosophical teachings and stuff like that. I just loved it, and it just kind of felt nice. It almost kind of felt inspiring, just him himself. Yeah. Um, just kind of doing his thing, and also like it's nice to see uh, like a person of color as as like the le- like one of the leads of a show that yep. is just like such a great like role model, mm-hmm. and like he's he's a nerd, but he's an awesome nerd, and like, <laughs> yeah. he's he like you know like also dude's ripped. The one yeah. scene where he's got no shirt on, I was like, oh damn, gee, shit, boy. You like, put the pips in the chili, and you make it taste bad. <laughs> 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 oh, good, good call though, man. I really, I like the choice. Very nice. Very I like nice. all of them. Like each of the four main characters, five main characters, six wow. main characters are like. <laughs> um, I wish you guys could hear the uh, the sound effects that are playing good. on, are on the on the on the stream because you can um you can uh, redeem bits and then like do sound effects and I just got an Owen Wilson. Wow! Wow! <laughs> wow! <laughs> oh, wow! <laughs> Um, so, uh, um, I also love like Jason was amazing played by Manny yeah. Jacinto and 
again because I'm brilliant, Filipino. Brilliant so character. having a Filipino person actually playing a Filipino person on TV is <laughs> very strange. I know, right? <laughs> um, and uh, just even like the secondary characters that we met along the way, like Pillboy and Donkey Doug, oh, like all amazing. Donkey Everyone, Donkey Doug. Doug. The oh, Donkey Doug. <laughs> Donkey Doug quickly became my favorite character of all time, man. Like he was yeah. just so good. Yeah. He, he's. I, I think of him like my son. Because he is my son. He is my son. But he's also like, he's my son. He's like my boy. And my son. He's my boy. <laughs> I love it. So good. And yeah. I know um, Hawk, me and you have talked about this show many times. And Absolutely. I think me and Shouse have also talked about this show. Oh, yeah, for sure. So I've good. never yeah. seen it. <gasps> you should watch it. It's on Netflix. All of the oh, seasons. Good. All, all four of seasons once, are on once, there. I'll get my girlfriend to sit down yeah. once, once the lockdown's over best- here. The best thing about the show is that is they knew exactly where to end it off. Mm-hmm. They could have milked it for another two seasons if they had wanted to in that, but they decided yeah. no. Yeah. We have a we have an arc. And, and the ending is one of those conclusion. shows where it's like it's perfect. Oh. It's the perfect ending for a show. And for yeah. that show at least. Um there's no other way they could have ended that show other no. than the ending they gave it, and it suited everything. It cried so much. So the much. culmination of the entire run of the show to that. Oh, match. so it's just like lost. Perfect. I love Lost ending, so you can't even oh, joke no, about that. Shut up. I love Dust. <laughs> All of it. It was a terrible ending. None of it shut matters. Up, it matters. It the matter. journey. The journey is what matters in Lost. Boo. No. I'm going to watch our <laughs> chat blow up right now with that contentious ass statement. <laughs> I do love it. I had um, an interesting story about the finale when I watched it. Oh, um, yeah. <laughs> I, I lost count on the episodes. And Eric's like, so what did you think of the finale with great anticipation over text message? I was like, yeah, it was okay. I was like, what? What are you talking about? And I was like, wait a minute. He was the wrong episode. I know. I had one more episode to go. I didn't realize that. I I thought it just ended with Eleanor and Chidi looking over. Hey, oh, yeah. Yeah, spoilers, spoilers. not much. And then the Death Star blowing up the entire station. Exactly, exactly. Exactly. Oh, it's such a brilliant show. Check it out. The podcast is also really good. Right, they have a good place podcast with William Jack. Oh, not William Jackson Harper. Um, what's his name? Um, he's from Brooklyn Nine Nine as well. Um, Michael Sandberg. Uh, no, the um, the Chief's husband. Oh my God! Oh, oh. oh. Um, Kevin. He plays oh. Kevin. Um, Kev- oh my and, God! Uh, wait, wait, Mark Evan Jackson. Mark Evan Jackson. Yes. Yeah, he uh, Kevin he does. Cosner on Kevin Cosner. Kevin <laughs> Cosner. Yes, Kevin Cosner. <laughs> he's yes. also in the good. He's also in the good place, and he does a podcast for the Good Place and Brooklyn Nine Nine. So you should check both of them out. Yeah, he's amazing. Um, anyway, that's my good. My that's my uh, good thing for TV show from twenty twenty. That's your yeah, pick. That's that your is pick. my pick. Um, I'm pick. gonna move on over to Matt Moore. That one. That way. Oh, you're gonna go with me, making me start again. Okay, yeah. I'm gonna go around the circle. Yeah, that's on, fair. on the screen. around the horn. Yeah. So I just gotta open up the thing I was opening up. Wow. So- <laughs> wow. 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 Mine's mine's kind of cheating a little bit because it it did premiere in in 2020 but it then it's not cheating December 17th 2020 uh that is cbs's the stand that's all right i like the stand Ooh, too yeah 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 um i've made my stance very clear on my thoughts on you, remakes you, of you made your stand materials. on it especially old like Stephen King properties getting remade. It's been a little hit and miss. Uh, it thankfully kind of broke that curse. Uh, the stand, in my opinion, knocks it out of the park. Bam. <laughs> yeah. 
Um, the that series it's still ongoing right now. I think they're a, they're five about episodes halfway. In? I think I think they're at the halfway point yeah. of the miniseries. Um, they've they've taken some chronological liberties with it, but I understand why they had to do that because they needed the flow of the story to work a certain way, mm-hmm. which I'm totally okay with because the book's been out for 30, 40 years at this point. If y'all know the story, then you haven't been trying. <clears throat> it's hard and to watch the show right now. <laughs> Well, they and they announced that series like two years ago. They were doing yeah. it yeah. before all this, the pandemic. I happened. love that at the beginning the of every episode, <laughs> the beginning of every episode where they're like, "This is not a pandemic that we're talking oh. about now. This <laughs> yeah. is a fictional one." <laughs> yeah. Well, that's the only unfortunate part is that I remember the show was ready to launch and then the pandemic happened and everyone was like, <laughs> "So about that uh, that miniseries you're gonna yeah. drop uh, timing." Um, for those that have, know nothing about it, which I would be very shocking, the whole movie, the story starts with a genetically engineered super flu getting released from a lab accidentally and wiping out 99% of the world's population. Yep. Um, wow. But the, like the cast on this show, uh, James Marsden, Odessa Young, Owen Teague, who was also in It, for those that mm-hmm. remember him. Uh, Alexander goddamn Skarsgård that's he's the so good yes the Skarsgård family can do no wrong as far as I'm considered nope. I've never seen one of them do a bad role in a movie they've they've done questionable movies but they have never been bad in those movies that's fair I was gonna say Tarzan but he was good as Tarzan but he was good as Tarzan yeah, in right. a yeah. shitty movie yeah. yep, he fair. elevates um, what, he, what he comes to yeah Whoopi yeah. Goldberg as Mother Abigail I was real hesitant about that when I saw it I'm like I think she can do it but I was worried, and as soon as I saw that, I'm like, oh, no, they got this. That's She's fine. so good. She's so Why good. Whoopi does not get enough credit. I know yeah. so her main thing has been the view and that, but come on. She, was, she has but that's like, it's she Like, games. every once in a while, she does stuff like this, or, like, even then, I'll go, like, in some of her stuff in Star Trek Next Generation. Where you're like, right, you are a phenomenal actress and really, really underrated because everyone's like, oh, yeah, she's the funny one, right? It's like, no, she's phenomenal what she does, but she just chooses her bits accordingly because she's that damn good um but yeah like amber heard there's uh, jk simmons had a cameo in it there's so many people that have been in this jk simmons oh my god when he turns Uh, around you're like holy shit yeah jk simmons uh heather graham had a had a quick (gasps) series as well too heather greg kinnear is in it apparently uh I'm big, I'm, I don't know. I, I, I like Greg Kinnear. What do you want? Yeah. <laughs> Fiona Dorf is in the series. I can't remember if she's <gasps> premiered yet, but she's in it. She in has. A role that I, in a role that they, they, they have. The one thing they did with this series, and I'm going to hydrate myself before I go on this rant. They, um, because they've somewhat contemporized it, because they had to for obvious reasons, um, they have changed some of the genders of the roles, which generally... I, I don't really care about so much. There are certain characters that I feel can be kind of iconic in the way that they're portrayed. The character that Fiona Dorf plays was one of them, in my opinion, because I love that character in the, both the book and the original miniseries. But then I saw that she was playing that role. I'm like, I'm here for that because she is an underrated actress as far as I'm concerned. Um, she, really caught my att- she really caught my attention in that one, the Dirk Gently series in that yes. one. Yeah, Bart. Yeah. Yeah, she was phenomenal. She is she is definitely her her father's daughter. Um, and there's nothing wrong with that. She's a phenomenal actress. Um I I hope the best. I want to see her in more things. I hope this gets her the attention she deserves. Mm-hmm. I want to see her in more things. 
Um, but yeah, um, that series, it's on CBS All Access. Yep. Watch it. Oh, Just, we're, we're past halfway. Are we past half? I five, five, how- five is on the 14th. We'll be, okay. we'll be five out of nine. Okay, so yeah, oh yes, it was nine. I can remember if it was nine or ten. So I was like, yeah, it's really good, guys. It's shot like amazingly. <laughs> like it looks like a movie on TV. It, like, it basically is. They stay the production values they put into that were phenomenal. Mm-hmm. Um, I, again, if if you if you are a fan of the book, watch the series. If you've never heard of it, and you have no idea what I've been going on about. Watch the series. Yeah. Again, filmed in Canada. <laughs> yeah, because yeah. it's cheap. Yeah. That's and why because, they do it because it's and cheap. because we look like everywhere. Yeah, it's true. It's true. Anyone else uh, like this show? Anyone else watching other than me? Still haven't seen it yet myself. Um, I know it's been trashed by. Uh, I don't know why critics. Yeah, because uh, everybody I talk to who's a Stephen King fan seems to really be into it, like really into yeah. it. Critics are going after it because, well, because again, because they play with the, the timeline and the continuity a bit with it. It's it is at times can be tricky to follow but the beauty of it. And this is why I appreciate it is that they shot the series, the way the book reads and Stephen King is notorious for jumping around in timelines of his own story where all these stories are happening, but not the, what you're reading isn't always happening in a straight line. So the series can be problematic where it's, it does kind of rely a bit on knowing it, but not exclusively. Mm-hmm. No, I agree. I agree. It's um, I think it's phenomenal. I think it's a good pick. That's a great pick for 2020. Any other comments? Or shall we move over to? There, okay, so I was gonna say. So in 2008, I think it was on the BBC. They made a show called Survivors, which basically is the same story, I think. Yeah. And it was really good. And then I think just dropped. I don't know if they actually finished it, but I just remember thinking like, because it's basically the same story, but it's not like it has nothing to do with Stephen King. It's not a stand, but I think it's basically the same story. Mm-hmm. In, in, Just in London, do it. yeah, it's Make sort of like the Walking Dead come with, true. with no zombies and just people <laughs> fighting each other in London, which means they have like one gun. Yeah, so it was actually exactly. it was really good. Um, <laughs> so if like if you like the stand, I would I would suggest actually going back and watching that. Maybe oh, I remember that I show remember being this show. amazing. Actually, <laughs> yeah, someone was a, someone the just one guy <laughs> Tama that was a really fascinating <laughs> character. Someone just played the, so I have just do it, the Shia LaBeouf thing, and it scared the shit out of me. (laughs) 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 Thank you, thank you for that. (laughs) Thank you, Anonymous, who played that. Just! Do it! Make your dreams come true! It happened again! Marcus, go! We're we're gonna watch a heart attack live on Twitch. Oh shit! It's me? Yeah, yeah, you're um. Oh fuck. Um, (laughs) um, So, I I mean, just from like looking around, you would probably think that I was gonna go with Mandalorian, um, which actually I really was going to, but um, I feel like my favorite show for different reasons and for this, just the impact of it uh, is the Queen's Gambit. Ooh. So I loved the show. And it, the thing that the reason I want to p- I pick this as my top pick is because I didn't expect to like it. In fact, I was actively kind of like, no, I don't want to watch this, have no interest. But then there was just like, you know how Netflix has that just looping trailer when you just idly look through. 
and I hate that feature, but that feature is what got me to watch this movie because me and Carissa were going through it. And then she was just like, Oh, what's this? And like, we kind of stopped and it played the little trailer. And, um, it, it, so it premiered October 23rd. Uh, I think I got that right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 23rd, 2020. And, um, the Anya Taylor joy, mm-hmm. she is the, one of the most captivating people I've ever seen. Mm-hmm. Like she's beautiful. Yes. Mm-hmm. But like that, that's not what it is. It's there's just her eyes just like hook you and suck you in. Yeah. And when, and that character alone is just incredible. Like her, her mental focus and the way she, she approaches the character and the way she her play style, like you could understand how that would be a captivating and like, horrifying kind of player to play against yeah. chess. Yep, yep. So I love that. But also um uh Harry Melling um uh, coming in. Um he was the Dud- Dudley in uh oh, yeah. Harry Potter. Yeah, yeah. Oh my god, he is awesome. He right? is so damn good. Mm-hmm. And I it's just nice to see someone who because this happens a lot in Hollywood where somebody was a chunkier guy or something like that originally Jonah Hill, for example, mm-hmm. loses the weight and then suddenly Hollywood doesn't want him or like they, they, they nitpick their roles or they don't get this like roles that they deserve. And he was, you know, a chubby kid and I thought he would stay a chubby kid his entire life kind of thing. And I thought those were the roles. That was the kind of mm-hmm. person he would be playing and that's what he would be. Then he like lost a shit ton of weight, mm-hmm. which looked, you know, actually pretty good on him. Mm-hmm. And, uh, but I, I honestly thought he's probably not going to get anything now. I am so glad that people have just completely forgotten that part of it and saw his talent and said like, yeah, that's, that's good. Let's get him in. Yeah. Cause I think he is pretty awesome to watch. He's very fun. He was good in the old um, guard as well. Yes. Yeah, so, he was so, so, good. We, remember, we talked yeah. about him in that. Yeah. 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 And like such like, in like not a, it, it was a main role, but it wasn't a huge role, but he really drew me in, mm-hmm. loved it. Oh God. But anyway, I love the show, um, but also another thing that I love about it is reading about it afterwards, the impact that it made uh, in the real world. Um, I think, I can't remember what the actual number is, but like um, thousands or hundreds of thousands of people, suddenly the, the interest in chess grew exponentially. Mm-hmm. And then like people went crazy for this. And then um, chess sets were selling out all over the place. eBay, you couldn't, eBay and uh, Amazon, you couldn't buy chess sets for uh, for like a couple weeks or yep, a couple yeah. months. And it's just, it's a cool way that like this show that seemingly would have very little impact and just something to, you know, entertain a few people has changed certain people's lives. And it's going to do, I'm hoping, do some good for a future generation of people. Like Mm -hmm. there might be a new generation of kids that grow up and play chess. Like I played chess a long time ago as a kid. I was interested in it, but nobody else played. I didn't learn anything beyond the, the simple play style. So I stopped with it, but watching that show made me kind of go, Ooh, I want to play chess again. I want mm-hmm. to pick it up again. I don't know if I ever will be able to, but I would love to. We can play online if ever you point. want to. Uh, I'm going to, yes. I'm going to tell you guys a fact about me that none of you guys are going to be surprised about, but I went to chess camp as a child. <laughs> that does not surprise me, no, but right? at the same time, dude, that is awesome. Um, my, um, I was lucky because I was teaching my daughter how to play chess and I have a glass chess board. So yes. when we started learning, I was like, Ooh, you're going to break this shit. So I ended up buying a chess board just before Queen's Gambit came out. Mm-hmm. So I bought it and I was like, yeah, sweet. And then I went to check the price if I got screwed, you know, like, like one does later. Right. And I was like, yeah. everything was sold out. I was like, holy shit. Like, holy oh, yeah. shit. <laughs> <laughs> so I was lucky for that. 
But yeah, I think there are great four series. chess sets in this house. Like both my brothers play chess. My dad used to go play chess. Like he'd go into the states and play in chess tournaments. That's amazing. Do you play chess? chess oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> hey, does everyone remember the game Battle Chess? Remember that game? Yeah, I do Battle remember chess. Battle Chess and Robo Chess. Now. Yeah. <laughs> like Robo Chess, but make it murder. It was a PC game where um, it was robots fighting. It was sort of like that robot baseball game, but with chess. Oh, <laughs> that's awesome. Sorry, I had to. I had to do it. I'm like, ah, I remember that game. That's part of why I loved it so much. I'm like, I want to watch things murder things. Also, Anna Taylor yeah, Joy is one of the only good things in the New Mutants. So I'm not surprised. Okay, that... you watched it. Oh yeah, I told you I watched it. It was terrible. Told you, <laughs> it was just terrible. I'm so glad they cast her in this. Um, you know, because she's been her career has been kind of fascinating to watch ever since like mm-hmm. I first saw her in The Witch a few years back. Mm-hmm. Uh. I was worried that like her trajectory was starting to go towards like too much sci-fi B movie in that after well, she, didn't she start in wasn't her like debut in Split? No, no, it was Witch. Yeah. No, Witch no, first. she was did the Witch, Witch before that. Was I Witch think before the Witch Split. Got, a a the year Witch was or two. Before yeah. Split. yeah. Okay. Witch. Got, yeah, it, I think it, it, it netted her that role in that. Yeah. So, okay. um, you know, it was great. It was great choice in her part in that to go for something like this. I haven't watched it yet. It's on my my watch list, so I'm, I'm looking forward to it now. Mm. It's an easy watch too. It's very like compelling. So you just want to, yeah. like all Netflix shows, you just oh, want to watch it over and over. I watched. I think we watched it in two days, and that's only because Ooh. of time constraints. <laughs> I' pretty sure I could have done the whole thing in one day, for sure. Damn. Yeah, I like. Yeah, that much like I, 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 I just. I wish it was released in 2020 because I'd be putting it up in my 2020 list right now. Uh, but we just started watching Lupin or Lupin. Oh yeah, Lupin. yeah. Is it good? It's fucking amazing. Uh, I love it. I'm, I'm already hooked. Uh, Omar Sy is incredible, and I I love him to death. And if you don't know who he is, just watch it, and then you will Google him, and then you will realize you've been seeing him for years and years and years. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and he's sure. amazing. Like uh, I just because like, the entire time I'm watching him, I'm like, I know him. What do I know him from? And everything. then it started with uh, <laughs> Jurassic World. He's he's right. the the guy who helps train the Raptors. Then he was Bishop in the uh, X Men uh, Futures Past. Yeah. Like he, and it just keeps going back. And I'm just like I've been watching this guy for years, yeah. and mm-hmm. only now am I actually like holding on to his name in my head. Yeah. And I feel bad about that, but he's, he's incredible. He's a Hollywood that guy. It's like oh, it's that guy. Mm. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Exactly. He was in Transformers: The Last Night, apparently. Yes, he was. Yes, he was. Yeah, he's that like, guy. Yeah, he's that guy. He is one of those that guy guys, and it was incredible. But anyway, Queen's Gambit, I just loved, loved. Thumbs so up over Although, here as well. There, there was a weird thing I thought was really funny is uh, somebody had posted like one of those meme pictures, and it was like her having one of her breakdowns in the show. And if you haven't seen the show, um, there's her her like you know rock bottom is her like getting drunk and like listening to bad like rock music and just like in her underwear like lying on on the floor and everything. And somebody wrote like male writers think this is a girl hitting rock bottom. We call that a good Saturday night. <laughs> and it was just like this. <laughs> no, but it's just kind of funny that like that kind of like. It's true. It's just like like a male writer. It was like the, especially that episode. I'm pretty sure was like a male written episode, and it kind of felt like this is what a woman would go through in a, in her downward spiral. And it's oh. like no, no, that's not really it. Fair, but Fair. I thought it was pretty funny. Mm-hmm. Oh, any other final thoughts on Queen's Gambit? I think I think you should all watch it. That's my do final it. thought. Do it, do it. We're gonna rotate do down it. to shows. What is your favorite TV show of 2020? Okay, so <clears throat> this was a year for a lot of great Star Trek. 
Um, the year started off with Star Trek Picard, went into uh, I thought you said Star great. Trek. I thought you said great Star Trek. Hey, did, 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 did. Oh. <laughs> I liked Star Trek Picard. Um, th- then we had uh, Star Trek Lower Decks, which was awesome. Um, but my my choice for my favorite show um, is one that actually just had its finale very very recently. Um, the third season of Star Trek Discovery, um, which I am just continuing to be blown away by this show. Um, the, the show itself um, actually came out in 2017, so this is the third season, um, and and I believe that the second, yeah, the first season was in 2017. The second season was 2019, mm-hmm. and then and then they just did the third season of the show. I think in in October is when is when it premiered. Mm-hmm. Um, the cast is incredible. the The story writing is amazing. Um, and one of the things that, that happened with Star Trek uh, Discovery, uh, especially when the first season came out, is I remember it um, YouTube just being full of um, haters, uh, like just over the top. This is the worst thing that it, that anyone can do. You're you're ruining the memory of Trek. You're destroying Star Trek, and um, th- there was all these rumors that the show was totally going to be canceled. Like no matter what, the show was going to be canceled because this is not going to be a success. And I mean, like any show, it need, needed to find its legs. Um, so the first season was certainly not my favorite. Um, second season blew my mind. It was just incredible, and I was like, this this is so good. Captain uh, Pike and his horses. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> you know they 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 brought in new new actors to play Captain Pike and Spock, and and even from that second season, they they actually ended up getting a spinoff, um, of a new Star Trek series with with uh, Captain Pike and the USS Enterprise, and they're going to call that Strange New Worlds. Filming in Toronto. Uh, yeah, so so then um, when season three came out of of Star Trek Discovery, I mean I was super excited. Um, I don't want to go too much into the details just in case people are sort of going to get into the show. Um, but they, they do something really amazing at the end of season two, which sort of takes the entire show and flips it completely on its head. And, and, and so the, the characters are in this completely different experience and, and, and you're, you're seeing some Star Trek that you've never seen before. And, um, and for me, uh, like just, just like watching the show, just my mouth agape, just being like, this is amazing. I want to watch it again. I got to keep watching. Um, and so, so for me, Star Trek Discovery uh, is is my my favorite show of 2020. Nice, huh? nice, nice. Um, yeah. Um, well, it's no no lie. We have a sister cast called Strange New Pod, um, and we are a sort of weekly Star Trek podcast, and we've been reviewing Star Trek Discovery and Lower Decks and all of Star Trek for like months now. And I think pretty we just got I, through with 23 weeks of it. I think it's pretty much a consensus that we all enjoyed season three. I don't think. We sort of are iffy on season one, most of us. Um, two, I think we all enjoyed, um, but um, this season was actually really good. Um, I, I like where the characters went, and the the character progression from season one to three is just phenomenal. Like, like, and I like that they're they're actually exploring the the rest of the bridge crew now because they all have yeah distinct personalities, and I like all of them for different various reasons. And I I'm looking forward to where they're gonna go next year. Or next season, I don't know if it's coming the, out this the, year. The cast of this of this show is just incredible. Sonequa Martin Green is just a, a treasure in the show. She's just so commanding and so powerful in in, in her role in the show. And um, <clears throat> Anthony Rapp, who was in the original cast of Rent, um, is is in this show as well. And and he's, he's so good. And he he's doing such an amazing job with his character development. And 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 Wilson Cruz is is one of my favorite actors in this season yeah. as well. So. 
Hey, former angel as well from Rent. Um, um, to to quote Brittany, who's in our voice chat right or in our chat right now, the true discovery is the friends we made along the way. Oh. <laughs> 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 Thank you, Brittany. How is she sneaking her puns into this podcast? <laughs> everywhere. It's everywhere. Because she's that damn good. She's always good. monitoring the comms. <laughs> um, anyone else watch Star Trek? I know Hawk. We, we you, If you want to hear me and Hawk and shows talk about uh, Strange um, Discovery, you can go over the Strange Dude Pod. We, we do talk about it. We jump on and we go deep into it. Um, but yeah. Oh, yeah. Did anyone else um, watch so- it? So I have not watched Star Trek Discovery, and it's mainly because I I was bad about it when it first arrived because it screwed over a shit ton of my friends who work in the film <gasps> industry. Um, <gasps> like when, oh, no. when it first happened, I I can't tell you I I'm like I'm not even joking. Probably about sixty percent of the people that I know that I've worked with on film and television and stuff like that all got hired to work on Star Trek Star Trek Discovery. They were working on it for a few weeks, and then something happened and they laid everybody off and they kicked everybody off. And then they hired back like a skeleton crew to finish Mm -hmm. the work that they had all done. And then they started their season and everybody kind of got screwed over out of a lot of work that they thought they were going to do. They said no to other contracts and then discovery was taking up so much uh, real estate in the, in the lot that they were in that other movies that were trying to film at the time all got canceled. So all the work got canceled. Mm -hmm. Like it was a big thing. So in the industry itself, we were all very mad um, at the series since then the series has done very well at hiring people back and it has also been uh, good about its usage of uh, studio space Um, plus they've I believe they've made more studio space in Toronto and so that all of those issues seem to be non-existent anymore Um, a a fun little fact is in the if they if they haven't taken it apart the uh, there's a bulkhead in the on the bridge of uh, of the ship and a friend of mine, his hammer is still stuck in that bulkhead to this day. I remember. Because he was put it up there and he went, walked down a ladder to do something. And then they put the, the rest of the framing up and locked it in. And his hammer has never been back since. And he's like, it's still in there. And there's no way. They're not taking, like, unless they rebuild that bulkhead, nope. all they're doing is taking it up and down. So that thing, that hammer is still in there to this. Every time you fill it, it's there. Mm. Um, and then also I was actually just offered to work on, uh, the next season of Star Trek Discovery. Um, but I couldn't do it because it, co- it conflicted with, uh, with like the time that I was still working, uh, At my other contract. job. Right. Yeah. And also the tra- traveling to Toronto, uh, five days a week is really hard from oh, where I now live because I'm, I'm out in Niagara now and it's just a little bit too hard. Mm-hmm. But I would have been doing like costume armor and stuff, which would have been really cool. Wow. Oh, damn. Damn it, Bobby. Um, correct me if I'm yeah. wrong. Didn't they um, fully rent out that section of Pinewood now in Toronto? Like it's fully yeah. theirs now? Uh, I believe they have it stocked and staked as theirs for, yeah. for the run of the show. Yeah. Um, I believe they, they allow other things to film in their lots that they don't use, like because they have other sets that they build and take down, build and take down. So yeah. other places can use their the other studios that they don't use uh, when they're not filming or when they're in their off-season. But for the most part, I believe the the actual ship um, sets stay up all yeah. the time. Nice. And I don't think they come down. Yeah, I have a couple of stunt uh, people, <laughs> friends that work on over there now. So, yeah, it's crazy. 
Crazy. It's pretty on pretty a awesome. random tangential note, I just got well, I didn't get, it, but I encouraged Jen to start watching TNG for the first time in her <gasps> life. <gasps> so she's she now loving it. She's she, not she hating it. it. So really, even the first season? Ooh. Never seen it. Yeah, she's like she's in the first season. And she's like, <laughs> Oh, okay. She's like, she's interesting season. Like, she never watched it, but she like obviously because it was such a cultural thing when it was out. She was aware of stuff and like just <laughs> things that she'd heard. She's like, I feel like a lot changes. I'm like, Yeah, a lot changes in this from the first season. Oh yeah, the whole season is the first season and like not miss anything really important other than the I think you got to watch the first episode. You have, yeah. Well, you have to watch yeah. the first episode. Everything after that, you can kind of ignore yeah. and because they never really talk about it after that. Wait, yeah. does Tasha die in the first yeah, season? Yeah, that's yeah. the end of yeah, that's the first season. Okay. That's, that's what I mean. Like, if you first watch season. the first season, if you watch the first episode, everything else you can skip. And then yeah. back to the way it was in every other season after that. Mm. Yeah. Fair, um, fair. Luckily, it's kind of cool. Um, Carissa is actually the one that got me to watch uh, the rest of uh, TNG because I had, like, I had watched it what, a long time ago and then I kind of would just fall out of love with it and like, nah, I don't want to watch this anymore and I stopped watching it. And then it was actually Carissa that was like, oh, let's watch. You should watch this. And I started it from the beginning and watched the entire thing. Nice. So good. You guys should watch Amazing. Lower Decks if you haven't seen it. It's quite good. It's mm-hmm. yeah, hilarious. Um, yeah. Anyway, yeah, Star Trek love fun. from all of us. Yay! Yay! Yeah, exactly. I was always a big Deep State, Deep Space Nine fan, though. Yes. Deep State. You're Deep a big Space fan of the Deep State. Deep, Deep State, State Nine. Nine. <laughs> the Deep State. The Deep State Nine. That's the uh, Star Trek with, porn. With that magical space. <laughs> the magical space entity QAnon. <laughs> oh, <God>. <laughs> <laughs> oh, let's hey, move on. The card. <laughs> all right, Whoa. David. What is your favorite show of 2020? Uh. So I, I don't know if you're aware. I don't watch a lot of TV. Yes, I do know this. I'm a I'm a real millennial. I watch a lot of YouTube and Twitch. Um, <laughs> so like like 90 of what I consume is improv. So my series is uh, Middle Edition Swartz. Yeah, so yeah. You've not seen that yeah. on Netflix. It's only yeah. three episodes. There's supposed to be more, but you know, pandemic. Because they filmed it and it was on like they filmed it in April and then I think it was yeah. on in like May. Mm-hmm. It was on Netflix. It's, it's so funny. I was re- like, I realized I was thinking, I'm like, I need. What am I going to talk about? What show? And I was like, This is the only thing I still talk about from 2020 <laughs> in terms of series. This is the only like. I texted my girlfriend uh, like a, a clip of it earlier. I was like, Oh, oh shit! Like this, this is stuck with me. And it, like, oh my god! Just if you know, you know. Like, like uh, if you're loose, you're loose, right? Like, yeah. not family friendly. But no, definitely watch no, it. No, but no, 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 so no. funny. I don't even like the second episode, but the first one's so but good. Like, like just, just watching those guys just improv. Is yeah. The mo- yeah. It is the most it's, purest and beautiful thing you will ever see. Like they've been doing improv together for 10 years. Yeah. And they've done it separately for 20. So like these guys are the, probably the height of their game. It's, you know, it's like watching classic, you know, whose line is it anyway? Yeah. Just it's so good. And they're so fast. Yeah. And watching them break each other is just great. Um, yeah. Yeah, it's like, and it's short. Like, you can watch it in one night. It's like not even three hours. Yeah, exactly. And you will just be like, you'll hurt from laughing by the end. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, It's so good. I've seen a lot of improv and I've seen the roller coaster of improv the good, the bad, Mm -hmm. the middle ish. That's eh. Mm -hmm. Middle Ditch, uh, Thomas, Middle Ditch is, and um, Schwartz. God, why did yeah. I go for the whole name? Um, <laughs> they're phenomenal. The because you're the worst. <laughs> but yes, phenomenal, phenomenal. Yeah. They're they're really good. Oh, it's phenomenal. Yeah. 
Um, uh, can I make? Can I get a, a tangential shout out on that? Obviously, as well too. Uh, the Goes Wrong Show, which is on Amazon Prime. Oh yes, that is fantastic. I don't know this one. It's oh my you know God. you know the play that goes wrong. Yeah, that crew had uh, yeah. a series on <gasps> Amazon Prime. It's basically it's the the, the amateur troupe. It puts on a play of the week, and every episode oh, yeah. is a different play they put on, where everything that possibly could go wrong does go wrong. I went to see huh. them in Toronto when they came on their tour. I know. The, I was uh, so mad I missed that show. It was, I, I have never, never laughed so hard in a theater. And <laughs> to the point where I, I, I made the people that we gave, that we went with, I made them embarrassed because they were looking over like, what is going on? I was on the floor <laughs> rolling around. Yeah like pulling myself up from my seat, shaking seats because yeah. I was convulsing from laughing. Because it's so one of those things They where, are so yeah. good. Because so just anyone, anyone can watch this and appreciate <laughs> the humor. Theater people will watch this and you'll die inside because you know what's going to go wrong before it happens. And then you <laughs> watch it happen and just go, no, no, oh. oh. It's watching and- British improvisers that are also stunt people. Yes. Oh. But, but like on, on the note like it's, it's like when you're uh, like someone who who does theater and stuff like that like when you watch noises off yes like mm. it's it's funny because we've lived a lot of those things yeah and it becomes oh it's funny for anybody but it's 10 times funnier for someone who's actually been on stage worked backstage done all that stuff yeah. so it's more fun so the same thing happens with the play that goes wrong or any of their uh their shows like the goes wrong show itself uh, their their stuff is hysterical it's brilliant and just like as soon as you see a prop with wheels on it you're like mm. it's gonna go down the that first, is not yeah. a good thing like literally the first episode this isn't even spoiling a thing it's called the lodge it's like a, th- a british thriller <laughs> you can see on the staircase going to the second floor you see one of those electric chairs that goes up and down the stairs <laughs> oh my God. as soon as it pans over that i just my heart sank i'm like oh god because you know, you can see what could go wrong with that, and then it just... I can't... Okay, okay, don't, don't tell me anymore. I, I need to see the show. Um, apparently, there's there's two seasons of it. Uh, the second season just started. Um, Wait. And, oh, I didn't know. I only watched the first season. Uh, I'm looking so at it on Wikipedia. The first, the first season is what's out. The second season, they've just started releasing. Oh, thank God. Okay, good, good. Uh, and to go over to Twitch. Hi, Meg Meg. Thanks for the sub. Meg Meg. Meg Meg. The only reason I had to bring that up is because, again, like like with Middle Ditch and Schwartz, it's just phenomenal scripted improv. Yeah. That just you it will leave you dying with laughter. And Mm. Middle Ditch and Schwartz, Schwartz, same thing. It's like it's just brilliant improvisers that will just take you on a journey that you will never forget. It's glorious. Awesome. Awesome. (laughs) Let's watch them both. I'm gonna watch them both. Do it. Um, I will. Yeah. Um where did you say the um the show goes wrong is on prime goes wrong show is prime. Yeah, it's on prime i can do live uh streams of that on twitch so maybe i'll do that one day and you'll oh, see me dying it. laughing uh, you will like the the lodge like the first episode you will die of laughter apparently that's the fourth the fourth episode is it originally aired on the bbc yeah yeah so it's yes. it's here now on amazon yeah anyway um, shall we move on to hawk the last one the last tv show of 2020 what's your best show of 2020 all right, so the I think we all good. know. No. No. <laughs> I already did my I already did my deep dive into that at the beginning of that, and uh, since it's in its fifth season, I wanted to try and find something that was kind of you know more closer to beginning in 2020. Um, obviously, we all know what our favorite TV experience this year was. Come on, guys, you know, 
Game of Thrones? Ando. Oh. Ando. Oh, yeah. Yeah. However, however, you know, since everybody would want to talk about that, I thought, I thought I'd throw some love at a show that kind of maybe got overlooked earlier in the year. Uh, came out on HBO earlier. Um, and it, everybody was anticipating the release of The Stand later in the year and that. So, but probably my favorite Stephen I know King adaptation. Say. Oh. Yeah, this year uh, was The Outsider on HBO. It was a limited yeah. series, 10-episode run. Very – I'm going to be quick about this because I think we're going pretty long in this segment. We'll but go faster with excellent. the movies and the video games. <laughs> oh, yeah. Excellent little series in that uh, – I don't want to say too much about the plot, but it, de- it definitely involves a child murder. Uh, and <laughs> I don't want to talk about it, much, but there's a kid that gets killed. There's a kid that gets killed. All right. No big deal. Kid gets killed. <laughs> NBD. All you need to say that it stars Ben Mendelsohn. That'll get people to watch. Exactly. There you go. Ooh, and a, yeah. a briefly stars Jason, uh, Jason Bateman, too. Uh, he was oh, excellent in the role. Nice. Uh, but uh, also a big shout out to Cynthia Irvio. Uh, she plays Holly Gibney, uh, who's this um, a private investigator in that uh sort of on the spectrum in that but really the character is the only person who could have explored this crime and and and, and drawn it to the right conclusion like i said it's very hard to talk about without spoiling anything on that right. but she she did a phenomenal job with the role uh and the series as a whole ending was a little bit sketchy but that was the final episode this in this case it really was about the journey and that and the character exploration <laughs> uh which stephen king always a, i think he Better than Stephen, like yeah. if it's a if it's a Stephen King property, that bad ending sounds about right. Yeah, exactly. Um yeah. it was true. adapted it's by true. Richard. Yeah, it was adapted by Richard Price, uh, who's a who, phenomenal crime writer. Uh he did the novel that got turned into the movie Clockers. Uh he did a lot of writing for The Wire. Uh so this was kind of his project. Ben Mendelssohn is is great too. Uh so if you haven't seen it, it's out there on Crave. So give it a give it a watch. Um, I only saw the first episode, but I really liked it. <laughs> Wait till the, it's episode two where it's like it, you get that what the fuck moment. What did you say was on again? I'm going to write this down so I don't forget. HBO. Uh, it's an HBO. Yeah, HBO. So Crave in Canada for anybody okay, so who's interested Crave in watching. Perfect. Okay. Yeah. Hmm. Oh, Crave. <sighs> anyway. We love you. I just signed up for CBC Gem. I nice. I got um, <laughs> CBC um, no CBS All Access. And it's horrible in Canada, so don't subscribe. <laughs> There's nothing on it. There is two-thirds, nothing on two-thirds it. Two-thirds of what you can get on it is on Crave because that's the way they divvy it. Uh, I, for some odd reason, I thought that Jeopardy was on it, and, and uh, uh, Alex Trebek had his last episode last Friday. So I was like, oh, I got to put this on. And then I looked at it, and I was like, there's no Jeopardy on this. Yeah, no. Bullshit. Okay. And then I was like, oh, no, cancel CBS right away. All Access is only good up here if you have a VPN that says you're in the States and you can actually get the good stuff. Yeah, yeah. Anyway. Let's move over to movies, and I will start this, my favorite movie of 2020, and it's no surprise, and it might be a little contentious because um, it's actually a filmed version of a stage I show. I knew we were going to pick the same Oh, one. yeah! It's Hamilton, an American musical. Also, today is Alexander Hamilton's birthday. What? Today being January 11th. Not 2021. He he was born a long time ago. Anyway, we got the date in the podcast, so people will know. <laughs> <laughs> we did it. The show was evergreen. I mean, <laughs> so um, this was the the stage version of the immensely popular musical um about 
America's founding father, Alexander Hamilton, uh, created by Lin-Manuel Miranda. Um, it was released on Disney Plus on July 3rd, 2020, with the most of the original Broadway cast. There were a couple of people missing who had moved on to different projects, um, like Emily Raven. Uh, what's her last name? Uh, the girl from um, the Umbrella Academy. She had moved on to the Umbrella Academy <laughs> right? and SpongeBob, I think, at the time. She was up here filming Umbrella Academy. Yeah. So in my uh, city. What? Oh, my God. My daughter's awake. <laughs> oh, boy. Speaking of, so uh, Alex Trebek's final episode of Jeopardy will air this Friday in Canada. Is this Friday? Apparently, yeah. According to City Perfect. News oh. uh, from three days ago. So this Friday. Fair enough. Oh. Um, so what? what's there to say about Hamilton? We did a whole episode about it. It's amazing. Hey, we, talked a, we talked a lot about it. It's amazing. It's a great show. It's uh, on Disney+. Plus. Just watch it. If you're feeling blue, watch it. It'll make yeah. your life it, better. For yeah, even if you think you, you think you hate musicals and you don't want to watch it, just watch it. You'll love it. It's still it's still amazing. Uh, yeah. Any other final thought? Any other uh, secondary thoughts from? I know Shouse, you love it. Um, Hawk, oh, you so you ended up loving it after finally watching it. Uh, I've never seen it. You sorry, I was just. Do you have Disney Plus, uh, David? No. You may get a login from one of us, yeah. <laughs> so you can watch it. You should watch it. It's good. It's so good. TV. Yeah, we did a whole mm-hmm. Geeks with Kids episode about. About when when that was released, right? we could still do another yeah. one if we wanted to. <laughs> could totally. I would. I would talk more about it. Um, is there anything you want to add, Matt? Since it was going to be your movie, um, it, it's an experience. You need to watch it. Honestly, like watching it generally is is necessary. I think is honestly, I think is required viewing for anyone in this day and age. Just for it, it was so culturally significant when the show came out because it kind of it changed the boundaries and the guidelines of what musical theater could be. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just so fucking well written. Like, well I'm written, sorry. directed, just, choreo, everything was just top yeah. notch. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just, like it's just, it's, I rarely use the word perfect musical, but it is as close to a perfect musical as you're ever going to see. I would agree with that as well. Um, the great thing about the, the stage version is that they not only give you the audience perspective, but the actor's perspective at times, which is just such a fun behind the scenes thing for mm-hmm. people who've done theater, just to see the back of the stage and stuff. It's just, oh, I love it. It's so good. Yeah. Oh, heart. Matt Moore. Oh, wait, you already went. Uh, yeah. Marcus, what's your movie? <laughs> uh, my, my, my movie, guys, I mean, let's be honest, it was Mulan. Mulan <laughs> was so <laughs> 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 no! No! Do it! <laughs> my honor. My honor. Are all of us, we are all lacking in honor. Our families are disgraced. We might as well just go home. Uh, actually, so no, my, my, my pick is, uh, is, a, is an animated movie from the beginning of the year. Uh, is actually Onward. Uh, f- featuring Tom Holland and Chris Pratt, I I just loved it. Um, also, it came it came out at a very pivot, uh, pivotal moment for me. Uh, so it was released February twenty first, twenty twenty. I was very excited to see this movie when it was uh, announced, um, and then when it said it was going to be releasing on Disney Plus, I was like very excited by that too. So I was looking forward to seeing it, um, and then the release came, but I wasn't. really able to watch it right away uh, because that was around the time that Carissa was due and uh, the baby was getting closer. So we were on high alert. Everything was a little bit crazier at the house. And then we ended up actually, you know, she went in on the 24th and we had our son and it was great. And then we came, when we finally came home, I watched onward (laughs) holding my little baby boy for the first time. Oh my God. And I'm watching onward. (laughs) 
it is one of the most beautiful like animated movies in my opinion also with a lot of fun and fun nods to D&D players and that kind of thing which I'm a big fan of I'm a D&D player I loved it it was great um so like all of the little like you know call outs and shout outs were amazing uh but this story about a father who kind of left a message for his kids and then they spend an entire journey trying to get him back and like just for one day and everything so of course that tugged on every heartstring I yeah. had and yeah. I mean I bawled I I don't I don't think my eyes were dry the entire time we watched that movie um but I loved it I thought it was a great movie I thought it was very clever very funny um, it was heartwarming. And in the end, you know, it was this beautiful moment of like, well, you didn't have your dad, but you had your older brother and that was good enough. And, the, you know, it's just that whole family is, is unites us all. And yeah. I don't know, I, especially at that time, I thought it was, it was something I really needed and something I really wanted. And I mean, for the timing of my life, I, I can't ask for more. So I loved it. And it, uh, it will be one of my favorite movies for all time. Onward. Yeah. <laughs> that was beautiful. Uh, I love yeah. I don't know what to add to that. That was a great movie. Um yeah. Well now I'm sad and happy at the same time. <laughs> sad, had happy, sad, sad, happy. Which is what Pixar does best, right? Yeah. It is oh they're so good at it. Go so see Soul if you guys haven't seen it. Uh beautiful. Soul is beautiful. <sighs> Loved it. Uh, anyway. Yeah. Jamie Foxx killing it. My heart needs to move on to the next movie. Shouse. Yeah, that's let's do it. <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, thinking, how am I going to follow now, this up? <laughs> I know. Now, now, now I'm thinking of watching Onward with my kids. Um, oh, so, so the movie that I chose um, was actually a Christmas movie uh, that came out um, uh, in in uh, November on Netflix, and it, it, blew, it blew me away. <laughs> and and it was one of my boom. absolute favorites. And the music boom, is incredible. Boom, 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 boom. <laughs> so this this movie is Jingle Jangle, a Christmas. Yeah. Movie. Oh no, and, Matt Moore. <laughs> And we I talked about it. that movie. We, we talked did. about we that. We did. We, we, we did. I, I I'm not going to go into too much about it, but it was just, it, it, it was such a good Christmas movie. I watched it with my kids. Um, I watched it several times with my kids, actually. We're always playing the soundtrack. Always. Uh, the, the the music is incredible. There's a, a, a child actor in this movie, um, Matt, Madeline Mills. Is she um, the main girl? The main girl, yeah. She's so good. Like, just, she, she plays... Um, uh, the 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 main character. Um, oh, what was the what was her name? The, yeah, the main character girl. The main girl. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, I don't know why I'm I forgetting. Can... Someone in the chat probably knows. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but yeah, Forrest Whitaker, uh, Keenan Michael K was in it. He's um, a good singer. Like yeah, he's such a in good... every musical now. Yeah, like, yeah. Journey, the problem. He's in. Oh, oh yeah, her uh, name is Journey. Name, the girl's name was Journey. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Journey. Yes. Yeah, and and so yeah, the the music is just incredible in this, and and I just had so much fun watching this movie, and and I love that we can still have new Christmas like holiday movies that just warm our hearts. Like the Christmas Chronicles was another one that I like from last year that I really enjoyed. Number two is pretty good the too. Sequel. I don't know if the sequel is yep. any good. Yeah, it's not bad. It's not, not great. Bad. But not, not as bad. good as the first one, but still pretty fun. Not as good but, as the first. Like I remember thinking that last year when I watched Christmas Chronicle, thinking this this is like a really good brand new Christmas movie. I'm super excited. Kurt and Russell's this year we amazing. Got Jingle Jangle. Yeah. yeah. So, so I, I have to ask: Is Jingle Jangle actually good? Yeah. I I liked it. I, I, liked refu- it. I refused liked it. to watch it, so that's why I'm asking because I refused to have it I, on in my house. I I don't understand why you would refuse to watch it though. It's it's it's. I will tell you why. Because <laughs> whilst, whilst I was still at work, which is when this was happening, um, 
I literally, we, we would always play Halloween movies at work because it was Halloween. You put the, you know, relatively family friendly, scary movies on. And then sometimes when you have Netflix on and it's like waiting for you to load up another thing, it'll run those little ads all month. It was great. It's like, check out these movies, check out these movies, October 29th. It was literally doing that cycle through of like this movie, this horror movie, this horror movie, this horror movie coming November 1st, jingle jangle. And I said, fuck that movie. I'm not watching it (laughs) because it was a Christmas movie that was coming out the day after Halloween. And it was already in the preview cycle during Halloween. I'm like, no, wait. So, so because because of the marketing people at Netflix, you will not watch a good movie. <laughs> I, I never knew if it was good or not. I didn't care to find it's out. It's so good. I love it. It's good. But here's the, the principle thing. of the thing. I can be salty about it, but I, I've always maintained, and this is possibly just a, a family thing that we've always had, that Christmas does not start till after November 11th. Yeah, we do the same. Out of I, yeah, respect. I agree. So when you're dropping a Christmas movie literally the day after Halloween – a full two months before Christmas? No, I don't care. I do not care. <laughs> That's so I heard came it. out in the summer when it was really originally released. What was that? What? Sorry. Oh no, he's muted. Oh no, now we can't Hold hear. On. There we oh, go. There he is. Oh. I see. Hey. Hi, Hi. sorry. Uh, I say Die Hard was a summer movie, and that's one of the greatest Christmas movies ever released. It is. True. However, give me Alan Rickman, and I will watch it. That's fair. What about Forrest Whitaker? So Alan, Alan Rickman and Jingle Dangle. I, again, uh, never Keegan did. Keegan-Michael Key? Didn't he's, know he was in it. Amazing? I didn't do any research on the movie because I was so offended he's, by it's the It's fantastic. I didn't know anything about it. You should watch it. Uh, it's what, good. You don't have to have, have a reason to not show. watch things. The wife from The Cosby Show. What's her name? Um, oh, Felicia Rashad. Yeah. Yes, Felicia. She's oh. incredible. To see her back again. Like it She should have said. Yeah, she should have. Thing. It was a beautiful cast. I am prepared to watch this movie now because I'm sure it's still on Netflix. I will watch oh, yeah. the movie now. Mm-hmm. Out of principle, I no. They take them it. off January first. <laughs> Sometimes they do. <laughs> I would allow. That's fair. Jingle jangle. I think we'll be there for. We a don't while. put them back up till Orthodox Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> Great movie choice. Um, yeah. Great movie choice. You know what I found but, is but, kind of annoying too, though. Like just. I love these movies and I have a bit of a DVD collection of Christmas movies or Blu-rays, like whatever I can get my hands. Like I try to buy one or two HD every year. DVDs, yeah. 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 My beta max. Um, so I, I, I try to buy a couple of movies every year just to build up this Christmas collection, mm-hmm. but these streaming movies, they don't release them on DVD or on no, Blu-ray. And all. so like if they put Christmas Chronicles out on a disc, I'd, I'd pick that up. I'd pick up a copy of Jingle Jangle, but they're not going to yeah. do that. They're going to keep it on their streaming platform. Absolutely. Yeah. So there goes my collection. Yeah. yeah. They want recurring revenue, not like yeah. the one time. Yeah, exactly. Right. If proprietary yeah. stuff, there's no point in releasing it. Cause they're like, no, we'll just put it up when we want to. And then we'll make you have to keep it. It's kind of yeah. smart. Hmm. Yeah. Um, one of the things that you you mentioned on the show was like that you you like that they can still make new Christmas movies these days and like create new things, and I love that they're doing that. I wish they would do more of that for Halloween movies. Yes, I need more Thank Halloween you. movies because I watched what was it Adam Sandler's Hubie Halloween. That was the only new Halloween movie I was able to watch. And it's not a great movie, but I loved it because it was a Halloween movie that was released. It was something. That's fair. And I miss the days. I remember there were days when Halloween movies were abundant. Like in the month of October, there was at least three or four or five movies that were being released. Some were horror movies, but some were just Halloween movies. Yeah. Like every... You know, if you had a series, you would do a Halloween version of that series of movies yeah, or something. Yeah, Halloween like episode or something. Halloween episode, like yeah. that kind of thing. 
I need more Halloween movies and episodes of shit. I need more Halloween. On that note, there is on Disney Plus right now two movies that I think you might just be old enough to have seen. I know Eric has seen them. Yep. Halloween Um, Town? The Mr. Boogity movies are on yep. Disney Plus right now. I remember the Mr. Boogity movies. Yes, yes. They are both out there. Oh. And you know what? They are just as quality now as they were when they were released. And you can take You know what Halloween movie I need to get? I need to get me a copy of Ernest Scared Stupid. Yeah. It's really very hard it's, to find. It is very hard to find because I've been looking. And it's not a great movie. It, no. Even as I remember it, it's not a good movie. But it was one of those Halloween movies that I was like, I treasured. And I wanted to read and watch or watch every single year. Those were so, Fox, weren't they? I believe. So yeah, I so, believe that so Disney knows? would own the rights to that at some point. But I mean. Wasn't that one of the last ones too? Was the second last it, Ernest? Yeah, I think yeah. it was the second last of the Ernest movies. It was not good, but well, I loved it. I mean, none of the Ernest movies were particularly quality films, aside from Camp. Camp was the best one. Everything else was just a slow Pretty spiral much. of. Fair. Uh, but anywho, let's move on. Yes. To David. We should do a whole, we should do a whole <laughs> Ernest episode. We should do an Ernest episode because that would be amazing. <laughs> David, what's your pick of 2020 movie? Uh, so I only saw four movies. I realized I only saw four movies released in 2020. Okay. And But I did see two of them in the theater. Oh, Ooh, wow. So I saw wow. Bad Boys for Life. Which was the oh, highest wow. grossing movie of last yeah. year. I saw Extraction on Netflix. I oh, saw yeah. Bloodshot. And I saw Sonic the Hedgehog in theater, and that's gonna Ooh. be my pick. I, I like Sonic the Hedgehog. Sonic was so good. I, I did not have high hopes. I liked it. But I liked it. Sonic. We got Jim. Ca- Jim Carrey was so good. Yeah, he was so good. I'm like, I could just watch. Just give me a Robotnik. Honestly, like, I'm. I genuinely hope we get a sequel to that movie. Yeah, I'm sure. I am very didn't glad have any right to that be you that picked good. that. <laughs> it, it's no. It. It. I. I honestly thought it was gonna be garbage. I loved it. Yeah. I love well, it. Well, everything that every sign was pointing to was going to be garbage yeah. with the initial test release on it. And then they realized, yeah. oh, we should maybe not make this look like crap. And I mean, I would like to see that version, though, too. Yeah. I would <laughs> like, like to see like the, the cat's the butthole render. version, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I would like to see that. <laughs> that was what you meant more. <laughs> Hashtag release the butthole cut. Yep. I like Sonic. I yeah. thought it was a fun movie. Yeah. Um, yeah. I thought Jim Carrey was great. Yeah. James Marsden was it, James Marsden. Yeah. Yeah. He was fine. Great movie. He was fine. Mm. Yeah, super um, fun. But it, it was, yeah, I don't, yeah, I don't know what else to say. Um, what's his name? They did a road uh, trip for a, a, a creature that runs really fast. I thought that was funny. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That, yeah. Well, that was to protect James Marsden. That's fair. <laughs> I guess. I actually really like what they did with the rings. Yeah. Um, because I, at first I was like, well, that's not how rings work. And I was like, actually, wait a minute. It's bonus levels. That's exactly how you get around. You literally teleport somewhere else through a ring. Yep. So I'm like, actually, that, that fits perfectly. This is pretty great. Uh, and I hope they can make more and expand upon that. Because, like, that was, like, like I saw it, with, it was me and two adults. Like, we didn't, there was no kids involved watching that movie. And I was the only one who was a Sonic fan. And my yep. friend and my girlfriend both enjoyed it just, just because of Jim Carrey, basically. But, like, I'm like, yeah, we could, we could definitely do more of these. Like, I would say I watched, that's – oh, go ahead. Go ahead. I, 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 watched the, I watched the whole thing not realizing that um, – uh, ben Schwartz was the voice of Sonic. <laughs> like, I, I mean, really it would have been realize. nice to bring back Urkel, but you know, <laughs> that's no good. I like that they brought back the the lady to do Tails' his voice. That was fun. Mm. Good. Did yeah, they good really? Work. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, nice. Anyway, mm-hmm. didn't pay, didn't really pay attention. They, they teased a sequel. Are they making one? 
Yeah, I'm sure apparently. I think so. It yeah, made, it made pretty so. good bank. It did. Okay. It, it, it yeah. made enough bank. They probably will. They just they aren't really starting production on anything. I mean, they probably could. They could I, I think, I think they actually are in pre-production. Um, I yeah. think it's the second or third highest grossing movie of last year. Just put Jim Carrey in front wow. of a green screen and that's and then get Ben Schwartz to do the voiceover. That's all you need. You just Pretty need much, those yeah. two people. It's fair. <laughs> yeah. All right. Let's move on to Mysterious the, uh, Hawk. Oh, sorry. Sorry. Hey. Eric, I was just going to say in the chat, um, Meg Meg was asking about what the, the 2020 theater experience was like, but David's leaving. So um, we ran into the fire. Well, we'll get to him after he gets <laughs> yeah. back. Because be, that might be interesting to hear about. Like, it was before he, the um, before everything closed down, though, right? We didn't really. Was that when Bad Boys came out? Was yeah, that? it was in the first half of the year, right? Oh, okay. the first. No, the, was, Bad Boys no, Bad was at Boys the beginning. When everything, no, it was when everything reopened. Yeah, summer. It was like one of the, the only summer, summer movies. It was one of the only summer movies that came out. That's why it was so high grossing because it was the only thing that people could go see. <laughs> I, no shade, like literally, there was a captive like, audience. There awesome. was like four movies that came out over the span of the summer when things reopened. No, it came out January seventeenth. Bad Boys did. Yeah, yeah. January seventeenth, twenty twenty. I don't even remember really? that. Wow. I remember. Okay. Yeah, I remember it coming out really early, and that's why. Weird. Uh, and Sonic was at the end of our initial run of. Uh, movies. The only real movie that came out during our reopening was Tenant and New oh, Mutants. Oh, right, yeah. <laughs> it did not do well. No, neither of them did. It wasn't good. Yeah. Anyway, Huck, what's your favorite movie of 2020? Alright, so I did talk about this on a previous episode uh, under the yum category because you know, I just fresh, fresh off seeing it and that, so it's on Blu-ray and all those formats, it'll probably be on streaming service uh, pretty soon and that uh, Brandon Cronenberg's Possessor. We talked about this yeah, last week. <laughs> yeah. No, no, no. This was definitely a couple weeks ago. Oh, it was a couple weeks ago. It was last, we talked about last one. I was yeah, last time. We were yeah. yeah. So I thought I'd throw that out and give it a bit more. We're doing a Cronenberg name. episode eventually, aren't we? I, we yeah, about I, I've, yeah, I want to get together a list of his movies, but it's it's hard to no pick. more than uh, three to five because <laughs> I don't no, know if I'm I can see with it. <laughs> I'm gonna go for I'm gonna go four. You know, four. Is safe. Yeah, that's all right. I can get through that in two weeks, I think. If we're going for iconic, it's real. Two of them are pretty straightforward picks, and this is one of the other two curveballs. Yeah, uh, David, uh, the chat is wondering um, was was your movie watching experience uh the sonic one was it in masks or was it before that whole thing happened no that was before coronavirus came to canada basically okay yeah so because that was april i think we saw it like the first week um, um just before the big lockdown did, right yeah that was the lay-in that was the last film before yeah that was like the last release basically before lockdown i think too hmm. um yeah that was april because i think things really didn't hit the fan until june that's when things no right? no it, it closed in I thought theaters closed in April because I was supposed to yeah. see Hamilton in Toronto in April or May. Yeah. I can't remember one of those. I don't know. My, my timeline skewed because I was off I've, work like end of February. Well, yeah, I was March, so I was March 23rd. Like, I was yeah. laid off. Everything is just like of last oh, year. Oh, it came out in February. I'm sorry. It came out in February. I'm thinking something else. Yeah. Well, yeah. we just said this with bad boys too. So <laughs> anyway. Yeah, I was like, I don't know. When did that come out? January 17th. There we go. Yeah. Anyway, let's move into the best video game of the year. This is our last category. So I'm sure that we're going to cross over with a lot of things. But, oh, man, I have two here, and I don't know which one to do. Maybe I'll throw both of them out there. My, still my, my favorite game of the the year, Byhawk, we'll see you in a sec, um, is a game that came out at the end of the PlayStation 4's uh, life. 
and it was released on July 17th, and it is Ghost of Tsushima. Uh, this is an open-world uh, adventure game created by Sucker Punch, who did the Infamous series, uh, and it's basically this open-world samurai game where you follow this samurai <laughs> named Jin Sakai on his quest to protect Tsushima Island during the first Mongol invasion of Japan. Um, they, uh, it, it's such a good game. It's this, there's, it's a third-person game. Uh- Open world, it's stealth, it's action, it's everything that I wanted it to be. And when I started playing it, I played it in black and white and in Japanese. And then I realized I couldn't read fast enough to play the game. So I put it on the English. And then I put it in color. And it it's a big love letter to Kurosawa. And I love Kurosawa. We actually talked about this on a Discord that I'm part of. Um, like Criterion Kurosawa is my some of my favorite films any of the, his Criterion collection. And they did, it's such a love letter to those films. And it, I loved it. I thought it was great. Yep. You took my game too, man. <laughs> yeah. That's definitely my, that is my favorite game of the year by far. Mm-hmm. Like I absolutely loved it. It was, wow. it, it was one of the, like for, for a game that, you know, I, I didn't actually get the hype of it until a little bit later on. And, you know, kind of just looking at it like, oh, that looks pretty interesting. I didn't expect it to be as good as it was. Yep, I, felt I the same. definitely, I didn't expect it to, to pull me in and like keep me reined in as much either. Like a lot of games I kind of, I, I, I play and I finish just because, you know, it's like you get to a point where you're like, oh, well, I'm, I'm this far, I'm 80%. I might as well go the next 20% finish the story. And usually I'm kind of disappointed by the end. I'm like, yeah, whatever. This was by far the, like from start to finish. And I'm on my second replay right now, but I'm almost done my second replay. And I love it still to this day. Like I, so, uh, uh, (laughs) you you know, um, PlayStation five, we got our PlayStation fives, Assassin's Creed. I fully expected Assassin's Creed Valhalla to be, my favorite game of not just this year of like all time. And it was not, not even, not even a little bit, not even close. It's, it's good, but it's not as good as Odyssey. And it's it's, not as good as gods and monsters. (laughs) It's not. Yeah. No gods and monsters is better by far. It's better. Um, But definitely ghost of Tsushima was my favorite game. It's, It's one of my favorite games that I've ever played. Yeah. And um, I actually, I, I really, I thank you guys because you're the one that hyped me, hyped me into it so much. And I'm glad that I, that I pre-ordered, like not pre-ordered it, but I I bought it the day it was released basically Mm -hmm. and just downloaded it and started playing it immediately. And thank you so much because it's such a good game. It was just on sale for the Christmas sale. I should have picked that up. Oh, you should have. Oh my God. Shouts. Yeah. I haven't played it. it. Get that game. I need to get a PS5 to to play it. Okay, okay. It, no, no, like it the PS4 game is fine. Like, um, where did he get a PS5? The, yeah. <laughs> the PS the PS4 version is brilliant. Yeah. And it was perfect. But, I but now that I have it loads fast on the PS4. It's crazy. Like 30 yeah, seconds. It was, <laughs> yeah, it was fast on the four. I can only imagine what it's gonna look like on the five. It's already it's I'm playing the second playthrough on the five. And perfect. it's it's gorgeous. Brilliant. Yeah. Is it we get optimized for the five or is it just the four version? Yeah, it's still the four. It's, it's well, still it was the four version. PS4 Pro, right? So it would at least have that bump. Yeah. It's, yeah. 
it's well basically it's like a frame rate bump and uh yeah. you know a couple of the textures are a little bit nicer a little bit cleaner like yeah. uh the, the snow and like the mud and water looks a little bit crisper you get nicer reflections that kind of thing and the load times are just instant like yeah. literally fast travel you're there mm-hmm. fast travel you're just you're just there uh, so you don't there- need yeah, there's a question in the yeah. in the Twitch if the story is good. The story is phenomenal in Ghost of Tsushima, and there oh, yeah. are, there are choices that you make in the game that reflect different things that happen later. And then at the end, there's a big choice that you have to make. And I love asking people yeah. what they do, um, but we won't talk about it here because Shouse hasn't played it, and I don't know, yeah. uh, and David hasn't played it as well. Um, but oh, that is oh, I love hearing people's uh, what what they choose for that. Mm-hmm. I'm going to do the opposite this time. Yeah. Well, you have to. Yeah. It's just, oh, yeah. 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 I'm very excited. Well, what I loved about that game as well is that um, you can platinum that game without knowing it. <laughs> like you don't yeah. have to search for things. Like it'll just happen organically and then you'll get the platinum mm-hmm. and you're like, well, shit, I did it. And that's awesome. Yeah. I loved it. I searched yeah. for the last one because I, I, I yeah. In principle of the matter. At yeah. that point. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Anywho, but it is just it is just a beautiful game to just traverse. Like you don't even need a reason. If yeah. you just feel like going for a horse ride, mm-hmm. yeah, just play the game, boot up the game, get on your horse, and just go outside and get on your horse. What are you talking about? I made an Instagram <laughs> just for screenshots of that game. Right, in your That's- carriage house. Just jump on your horse. Yeah, my carriage house is full <laughs> with all my woodworking. Um. Anyway, let's move on to Matt Moore. What's your favorite game of 2020? I'm, don't say I'm- Fortnite. Don't do it. I was gonna say I'm gonna talk about season. Two. I'm gonna talk about season five of Fortnite and why it's the greatest game ever Aww. created. No, yep. no, I'm gonna talk about why Cyberpunk is the greatest game ever created. Yes, I love no. Cyberpunk. Oh, <laughs> no, no, I'm I'm positive that what I picked is gonna be your second choice, which was on April 10th uh, for the PlayStation 4, and then one month later for the Xbox Final Fantasy VII remake. Oh. Such a yes, good yes, game. yes, 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 Very good. <laughs> like, I, I, we talked about this game. I, we talked. We had an episode about this game uh, that I can sort of safely talk about now. For a second, I thought everyone froze. I was like, "Oh no!" I'm like, "No, it's just." I'm just remaining perfectly still. Um, <laughs> typically, when you see the word remake, I assume okay, they're just going to redo the game. They're going to redo the original game with updated graphics and make it look really gorgeous. Never in a million years would I have anticipated they were going to take that game, remake it, but then also remake the story uh, to make it compelling for people that played it all those years ago on the PlayStation. Um, This game, again, when, when games are hyped for multiple years, you know, three, four, five, six, a dozen decades, 20 years, however long it may be, um, you never think it's going to live up to the hype. And this game, it lived up to the hype, exceeded it, and made me so angry that I, that when I was done, that I'm like, I have no idea how long I'm going to wait for the next chapter in this. We'll get into PlayStation 6. <laughs> I, I'm Along with Kingdom Hearts. Oh yeah, like it's just, it was a beautiful game. It was such a, it was a joy, to, it was a joy to play. If this is the only chapter of the game we get, I'm still satisfied with that story. I wish I, I would agree with that. But I would I'm satisfied with that game because it was on it was what 25, 30 hours gameplay mm-hmm. plus minus, depending on how in depth you wanted to get with it. I think I hit 40 to 60 in there just because I was in depth in it. But like for the first chapter of a of a game yep, to give you that right. much gameplay. Yeah. Like Oh no, wait, you're 30 to 40, you're right. Yeah. 
Yeah. 30 to 40 hours for chapter one of a game. Come on. Like you can't ask for more than that. That was, it was a great game. It was the timing of its release could not have been better. Yes. Agreed. Agreed. Um, so yeah, just definitely one of my favorite releases of the year. That was my top four in my top four, top five. I like my favorite games were like all like right beside each other. Like I couldn't really pick them. I was just like, yeah, ah, Ghost of Tsushima. There it is. But Final Fantasy was up there. Last of Us Two was up there. Some but other they're all games. great for different reasons. Yeah, exactly. they're all as much as they're similar. They're all different. Mm-hmm. I loved it. All right, let's move on over since we're rotating that way to Hawk. Tell us, mysterious man in blue, what did you like? <laughs> <laughs> I think you just mentioned it actually because it's it was in your top five list too. Uh, the best gaming experience I had all year was probably The Last of Us Part Two. Yeah, yeah, it has to be brought up in this show. Uh, just what forty, maybe thirty to forty hours in that, but like I had to I had to keep Ghost of Tsushima in its box for like at least a week in that town because I I couldn't I couldn't not complete the story in that. And there were times when it got hard to complete it in that because, like, you feel everything in that game going Ooh. through it. In that, oh, it is a revenge. Uh, as opposed to the last game in that, which was about you know what he thought was like saving her or you know saving the humanity in that. This is purely uh, a revenge story, uh, and it is told from it throughout character angles that i did not see coming yeah yeah marcus hasn't uh, played it yet or you you just i, know, I don't want to yeah. i can't say nor have about I. It. Oh, <laughs> I, I haven't even say beat the first game either. beat the first one. <laughs> oh, the first one's still good yeah it's, it's loaded up on my ps4 but we just... played so much of the multiplayer i love the multiplayer <laughs> so much of it you'll love it even more when you play the single player and realize oh that's the story <laughs> Yeah. Anyway, sorry, Huck. Yeah, it's conflict. Yeah, lots of conflict. Oh, so, yeah, like I said, I can't really say too much about it. But like oh I said, the sto- story-wise, it takes directions you did not see coming. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Uh, gameplay mechanics, and everything. I love how the minimal, how they really kept like HUD inter- interfacing, like minimal, because mm-hmm. uh, they didn't really want to detract from you being like you know being that character and, and going through what they were doing. Um. Yeah, I, I don't know what what else I don't know what more to say in that that hasn't really been said. The acting is uh, just so so good in that game. Like Ashley Johnson, um mm-hmm. in particular, and Laura, Laura Bailey. Bailey Troy, Baker. Well, uh, Troy Baker was in it a bit and um Ian Alexander was phenomenal in it as well. Um Yeah. Just wow. Just I I, I don't know what else to say. Just Wow. 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 Yeah. yeah. Yeah, you will, like, long after you stop playing, you're still thinking about the story. Mm-hmm. I'm still thinking about the story to this day. Oh, my God. The, the ending of that game. It's, like, we talked about endings for, for Final Fantasy and Ghost of Tsushima. Like, The Last of Us 2, the ending is just heartbreaking and just beautiful and just perfect. Yeah. God damn, that game. Yeah, and it makes it really does make you ask moral questions of yourself. and that, Like, what would I do in that situation? I felt bad doing things in that game like just bad I like i was like i don't want to do this and i was like oh, don't make I me have do it to. but you're making me press this button aren't you oh damn yeah. it <laughs> yeah which is turn off my video game now and run away <laughs> i could cry right now for a sec but yeah. yeah well it's it's just kind of like that that really sums it up that it forces you into this world and that where people are doing things not that they want to and that but because they have to yeah yeah 
All right, thanks for Anyways, thanks for uh, well, dropping the get mood. Get out there and play, guys. Fuck. Yeah, I know. I'm the, I'm, oh, I'm, I'm the you're I'm a ray of egg. you're a ray of sunshine. <laughs> oh, don't worry. I could have really brought it down. I didn't say anything about Onward. Oh. I've never watched that movie. I know that's fair. And, like three people know why. I know why. That's okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. What's your favorite game, David? Um. <laughs> so, um, my joke answer would be Marvel's Avengers. I've never played it, never will. But, uh, you know, I can't not make jokes. Uh, at the beginning of lockdown, my friend and I, for my first time, for his first time, we beat, um, now I can't think of the name, that's great, Larian Studios, uh, uh, Divinity Original Sin 2. Oh, yeah. Right? That's not my game. Baldur's Gate 3 was released this year. Or last year, I should say. It's it's an early access. I've been playing Baldur's Gate on and off every year since it came out. Like that's, crazy. that's, I mean, like, you know, I'm the DM for our D and D. Like fair. I, D, I live and breathe D and D. That's why I don't have time to watch TV shows. Cause I'm writing D and D I'm reading <laughs> books for D and D stuff. I look forward I'm to one too busy. By the way. Um, I'm like all my money, you guys buying props. I'm buying miniatures. Like there's just dragons behind me right now. I just bought a, a statue of Orcus today. Um, you didn't send me the picture. I'll, I'll look at it later. I'll uh, whatever. Um, <laughs> I'll send you a picture when I get it in three days. Um, <laughs> So Baldur's Gate 3 is, it's only the first chapter of, I think they're doing three chapters, and it's already bigger than I think the first two chapters of Divinity Original Sin. And that game took me, I think, 120 hours because we did like everything. Um, Four-player co-op, which makes me super happy because I'll, I only want to play games with my friends, which is why I don't end up playing a lot of games. Like I don't play a lot of single-player games. Mm-hmm. Um, but you can also play it solo. There's cool characters and stuff. I stopped playing it because it's so good and it's not done. Like what they released, you could just play and be like, wow, this is amazing. This is a great game. I re-downloaded it because I now make NPC portraits in that game because the character generator is so good um, that I, I picked it up and went, oh, wow, they kind of redid a little bit. Oh, oh, they redid all this. Oh, they redid. I'm like, I, I, it's been three months, two months since I played the game and it's graphically it looks better and runs better hmm. wow. it is un- like so i'm not playing like i played it but i'm not playing it anymore until it's mm-hmm. done because clearly that finished polished game is going to be insanely amazing yeah and like i've played Baldur's gate 2 a hundred times maybe like i like i know that strategy guide like by heart um i beat kengax the demi lich without any guides I don't know if anybody, that's a big thing. Everyone's like, when they released the strategy guide yeah, for that did. game, they actually wrote it. We don't know how to beat this guy. <laughs> so if you know, email us. And my, my oldest brother who had beat him was like, I'm like, well, you should email them because they don't know how to beat him and you did it. And then I never, and I did it on my own too. And he's, what was I? I was like 10 when that game came out. That's so, crazy. Um, yeah, like, it's the voice acting's great. The v, Like everything about this game is amazing. And it's super, it's an RPG. I mean, if you like Western oh. RPGs, you can pick all your stuff. It's D&D. It's got everything. It's yeah. fifth edition D&D. Super popular. It's Larian Studios. They're just on this meteoric rise. Uh, it looks amazing. Story's cool so far. It's got all the best gross parts of D&D. Hmm. I'm not, I don't know what else to say about it. It's so, and the fact that you can, you and your four friends can play it. Oh, oh yeah, it has, it's got Twitch in- integration. So you can like have Twitch help decide your story if you want. Nice. So they can vote nice. on stuff. I mean, like That's what else, awesome. what else do you want? And again, it, like you can stream it, you can play it by yourself. You can play it with your friends. Mm-hmm. It's got, I, it's what, it's got everything. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I agree. I, I played it when it first came out. I haven't played it since, but um, I sort of want to load it up again. 
it's all it's already better. The fact that it's better in three months, like significantly, the systems work better. Kind of like They've Cyberpunk. Improved. I'm sure Cyberpunk will get there, and yeah, I hope so. Three was yeah, three was an early access. It was still in development when they released it. <laughs> Cyberpunk is not done. is also not done. Yeah. It's just that yeah. they said I haven't had any issues on PC. I'm just saying. I mean, that's how, maybe, how about Anthem? Is Anthem almost done? <laughs> no. <laughs> Anthem is that's the thing I like most about Baldur's Gate Three is that Larian has been super open about this. Mm. They say, "Hey, we got to, we got, sorry, we got to slow the development down to this, and we're going to focus on this. You want us to focus on this? That's what we're going to focus on." They like they're that's building awesome. this game by committee, basically, and they're so good. Yeah. Oh my god! It's but that's so at good. least that's the respectful thing to do with the players. You're like, we're going to release this game, yeah. give you early access. It's not done. But please let us know what you want us to fix. Like that's the smart way to do it because it's respectful to the fans and the players. Yeah. Because they know it's not a finished product, but at least we can give them our input as to what might need to get fixed, and they're yeah. gonna go, "Cool, we're gonna do that." And lo and behold, the game gets better. Weird that. Yeah. Well, apparently. the game played more like Divinity mm-hmm. at the start, and then the fans went, "That's not how D and D works." They went, "Okay, we'll make it exactly fifth edition D and D then. If you want it to work like that, we'll make it work like we'll cut out the Divinity stuff and we'll make it work like that." Um, the other thing was the way they've designed uh, their uh, quests. Basically, they basically built a system so they can just drop in like dialogue and whatever else. Mm-hmm. So like, they're, they're I don't know why it's so special for them, but it's like they can just like have someone write stuff. They throw it to like VO, and then it just gets dropped in the game. Animation's basically already done. They can just cust- just do these little tweaks, and they can just cycle out this content basically now just to make this game huge in terms of quests and stuff like that, which is awesome. So this game is available on PC and Stadia, and apparently it's stable on both, which is crazy. Mm. It so. runs great, yeah. I'm saying Stadia, it's running great. That's why I'm going with that. It was, it was, it was <laughs> on Stadia. I like Stadia. One. I have Stadia as well. Um, but um, it's one of those games that um, people are like, if you want to, if you don't have a PC, get uh, Cyberpunk and Baldur's Gate on Stadia. Because they both run perfectly, which is crazy. Makes sense. Anyway, our final person of the day, Mr. Wait, which way? This way. Shouse. Hey. And the game that I am going to say is a game that I've probably brought up every single time I've been oh, on Oh, it's this Animal show. Crossing. It's Animal Crossing. <laughs> and, it's my fa- and it's my favorite game of 2020. It's Animal Crossing New Horizon for the Nintendo Switch. Everybody knows. And it's yeah. like the op. It's it, if you could take something like The Last of Us and make the exact opposite of, <laughs> of, yeah. of the, the kind of feelings, there are there are no moral quandaries <laughs> in this game. There there are. It, it is it is such a fun, silly. I'm still playing it. Like I've got hundreds and hundreds of hours into this game already. I'm still logging in every day just to pull weeds and check on my villagers. And it's, it's a fun it's game. So relaxing. It is. I get back on my couch. I put on my my AirPods. I'm listening to a podcast. I'm just walking around my, my island. You know, I'm just, it's such a fun game. And, and it came out at the, like we were talking a little bit about like the right game at the right time. And this game came out on March 20th. Mm-hmm. Doom and, Day. And so this game came out right when the lockdown started. And and so I remember I had, um, I had a pre-order at EB um, for the game, like the physical copy of the game. And uh, I remember getting a phone call from the, uh, the store and and they had said to me um yeah are you still interested in coming and picking up your copy and i said you know what it's okay you can cancel that i'm just going to order it online and the girl said 
Um, thank you very much, sir. I actually appreciate that because we really don't want to be in the store. Yeah. Um, serving people during, you know, when everything is going crazy, right? This was before we were wearing masks and everything. Like yeah. it was right at the very beginning. Right. And then I remember seeing on the news the next day, like these massive lineups in Toronto mm-hmm. of people lined up to get animal crossing and like, doom, right? It was, it was the crazy doom yeah, animal crossing. Yeah. Yeah. Animal crossing and doom at the same time. <laughs> Yeah. massive lineups but uh but yeah animal crossing like i've, I've talked about it a hundred times it's a lot of fun and i'm still loving it and so that's my game of the year nice i think the analogy <laughs> i make to someone once is animal crossing is the grogu of video games where it's just so pure and innocent and everyone loves it like yeah. and is multi-generational too yeah yeah my daughter oh, that's why my i daughter plays it. it i play oh, that makes sense. um the best is i told shows this just a little while ago but i came back after like three or four months of not playing it and all my villagers were like where the f have you been like rated e for everyone and then and then they're like esrb is like wait a minute these villagers are swearing at children <laughs> um so um i also agree uh enjoy this game but we do have a question from the twitch audience we have mag mag who's a stout uh friend of ours on um strange new pod and i'm I'm really, I'm really glad she came out and checked this out. Um, she asked, "What have you guys rewatched or replayed during 2020 for comfort? Is there any? Is there one thing that you've rewatched or replayed in 2020 that just for the you know comfort of it?" Hawk, know. Hawk is right away with that. Was it Destiny Two? Yep. <laughs> you came. Yeah. You- After a year away from it, I came back. Uh, you know, Beyond Light had come out. Eric started his uh, kind of a, a campaign to bug me into into getting played. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> and eventually, it worked because you know, with a year's break off from it was great because it allowed me to play a, co- a few things I probably wouldn't have even bothered mm-hmm. trying if I, I hadn't. Uh, the game tends to really take up a lot of your, a lot of your time. Mm-hmm. Uh, even still, it's nice to just get back in do quests get new armor do builds i love the build system on on the armor now i like that we're um, not playing as frequently as we used to like it's not just mm-hmm. like we have to play every night so that we can catch up because we're just being you haven't, done, you haven't done all your bounties this week what what you haven't done it on all three of your characters what are you some sort of noob eyes up yeah. guardian <laughs> um no yeah no. I, that that, would that is that totally one. my my that is totally my comfort food right yeah. now. Yeah, it does. It felt good too, like coming back. That they fixed some things and then screwed up a bunch of other stuff, but they fixed some sure. things, so that was nice. Um, but I, I do enjoy going back to that. To that. Um, let's start off with uh, anyone else who wants to do rewatch your. Re- okay, okay let's go with shows first. Um. So I've I've gotten back into Subnautica. Ooh. which is which is an amazingly beautiful game where you're in an alien ocean and you're swimming underground you're trying to find or underwater and you're trying to find all of these like artifacts and you're building a base and everything um and and it's so much fun me and my son play it together and he gets all scared when the sharks come he runs into the other room because they're scary <laughs> <laughs> they are they are actually um but it's a lot of fun and, and actually once i figure out how the streaming things works i was thinking of streaming some subnautica on uh, on our twitch channel here Dude, i'll give i'll give you the stream key It'll, it'll okay, be cool. Perfect, yeah. Um, but yeah, like that's it's such a gorgeous game and it's relaxing. And so that's been my my sort of comfort, you know, when I want to just sit back and play something fun. Uh, I would love to see that because I'm bad at that game. Marcus, what are you <laughs> rewatching or um, I, I remember uh when when the lockdown kind of first happened and everything, and uh I I mean I didn't have much time because I the baby and everything, but like there'd be crazy nights where I'd just be up 
for a long time and I couldn't go back to sleep and everything. And uh, I actually ended up replaying um, Shadow of the Colossus. Ooh. And I ah. just love that game. It's, it's to this day, I would still, I would still replay it again right now. The best part is I've played, I've replayed it probably four times, five times now. So it's pretty easy. I know how to beat every Colossus fairly easy, but it's not about that. It's about the traveling. It's again, it's one of those get on your horse games, just get on your horse, travel. And I almost get disappointed when I get to the Colossus because it's like, oh, now I have to beat him. But it's just, it's beautiful. <laughs> you have to leave your it's, horse behind. I have to leave my horse. Oh, when you actually do leave your horse behind, it's the saddest. I was going to say, do you still game. cry? I will still cry. <laughs> yeah. I, I will cry every time. I will I'm cry over sure. a fake horse, but not a real one. you. Uh, <laughs> it's. I was just going to say, Artax man Artax still gets that. me. Oh my God. Just like, Artax, stupid horse. <laughs> my horse is so sad. Why? <laughs> That was the worst thing. You taught kids that if they're too sad, they're going to die. <laughs> Listen, George Lucas capitalized on that really well. Okay. Um, yeah. But I mean, that was that was a very comforting game to me. I really enjoyed it. I and, never beat uh, it. I really should. Visuals. You wait, what? You've never beat I it? I never had a PS2. I got a, I played it for the first time on oh. PS4. Dude, it's such it's such a good game. I lo- like the, the ending is not really what you'll expect at all. Um, I'll, you might I'll be play confused. It. I'll play it. I'll play it. It's good. It's really good. I'll play it before I play yeah. The Last Guardian. It's really good. Don't forget to get all the apples from the trees. Oh, definitely play it before Last Guardian. Although, maybe not because you'll be disappointed with Last Guardian. Yeah, maybe just don't play The Last Guardian. That's fair. Yeah. I, maybe I'll do that. <laughs> all right. Um, so, yeah. <laughs> David or Matt Moore? Uh, so, okay, I'll go. Um, a couple of weeks ago, a couple of weeks ago, I don't know how long ago now, uh, I went on eBay because my Vita charger had broken and i bought a new vita charger nice so i have been playing legend of dragoon nice wow (laughs) so good the music i don't know are you i got it open right now (laughs) it just disappeared in the fire yeah (laughs) just like 2020 (laughs) it's like like i didn't play final fantasy 7 i played a bit of final fantasy 8 i played a fuck ton of legend of dragoon that's, That's fair. fair. That was my and I'm like, there's nothing I if there's one thing I want from Sony, I will I would give up God of War 2 for a Legend of Dragoon remake or re, whatever, sequel, prequel, whatever. Ooh. I'll take that. Oh my god. Those are strong I, words. I, the my top two songs on Spotify, one was from Diablo 2, the other one was from Legend of Dragoon. My That's top fair. songs on Spotify were uh into the unknown and some other frozen stuff because my kids. Are well, I mean, here. mine would have to be D music because it would just loop, right? That's fair. Like a two-minute song really played for five hours ends up being your top played song. So's Frozen Two on hours. Anyway, that's enough about my parenting. Um, Matt Moore. Uh, I got so caught up with the, the Disney thing that I, my brain reset and I forgot what I was going to say. Uh, things I was playing. I started re-listening to something that I hadn't listened to in a long time. Ooh. Um, Skinnering. No. (laughs) Magic Tavern? No. Uh, It's another podcast I used to listen to about, it started about 2016. I was listening to this. It was called uh, The Magnus Archives. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'd kind of picked it up and I was listening to it at that time and or in around then. I was like, that seems okay, but it didn't really seem to be going anywhere. It was just a, another, it's a creepy podcast. So I'd kind of just drifted away from it. And when lockdown had happened and I was, you know, like sort of staring off at the middle distance in my house, I'm like, I should pick up some podcasts and listen to it. So I'm like, I'll see how this one's going and realized that 
it's on its last, it was on its last season and was, and it actually just finished uh, two weeks ago. Crazy. Because um, they had always planned for it to have a five year arc. And that was all they were ever going to write was a five year story. And they got to the end of it. Like, we're done. This is the end of the story. It's done. So I'm like, shit, I need them. to get caught up. So I went back and started listening to it and I've been re-listening to it. Oh my God. It's phenomenal. That's, um, it's one of the, again, it's such a brilliantly written podcast, uh, entirely fictional. There's no reality to this whatsoever, but it's such well-crafted, creepy ambience. Perfect. Made what is doubly it called so- again? The Magnus Archives. I'm and adding it to what I, my, my, yeah. And what's, and what's phenomenal about it is the entire conceit of the show is that it's this guy named John, who Jonathan, who works at the Magnus Archive, which they give you no prelude as to what this is. He is their archivist. Um, and his job is to basically just take audio recordings of archived statements people have given to them about supernatural occurrences that have happened to them. So every episode is just this guy reading this statement that the person gave, but oh. for some, and, but he is just the way his, cause they also use it's a, the, I don't know what the voice filter they use, but it sounds like he's, he's speaking into an old reel to reel recorder. Mm-hmm. So you get that like tinny mechanical sound to his voice to his very delightful British baritone. Um, there have been so many times we're listening to these episodes, which get very psychologically terrifying at times where I have literally fallen asleep because his voice is so soothing. And then I've proceeded to have some of the most fucked up nightmares ever whilst listening to this. Uh, so I can't I was, comfortably. It's beautiful, though. I was going to go through the Conan O'Brien podcast archives, but now I'll go through this at work instead. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, uh, Matt Moore, yes. if, if, if you're looking for something after this, I, I would suggest Tannis. Um, I love Tannis. No, oh, I love my Tannis. God. I, yeah. yeah, okay. If you, uh, if you haven't watched it or if you haven't listened to it, it's it's uh, tennis and rabbits. I love that. I love Rab- rabbits. rabbits I so loved good. tennis. I loved as well, but I kind of fell off on that because it got a little too meh for me. Mm-hmm. But I started listening to tennis around the same time as this, which is part of why so I'm like I kind of fell into more tennis. And um, I'm glad you told me about this uh, now. This because I'm yeah. almost done tennis. If you like if be... you like tennis, you will like the Magnus Archives. Hmm. Oh yeah, interesting. Because uh, the myth the the mythos that they create in this series is just masterful. Like it's like Perfect. it is Lovecraftian in its detail. Oh, you have made this sale. That's yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> you have made the sale. I've already I've already followed it on my Spotify. I'm I would if my daughter did not take my phone. Anyway. You know what the, the thing is though, as much as it's creepy, there's no there's never any horrific language in it. It's just the content is very unnerving, but mm-hmm. it's not one of those where it's like there's, There's so much descriptions content of gore here. or whatnot. Oh. Yeah, but it's literally, it's five years worth of episodes. Are they weekly or bi-weekly? They were weekly. Okay. They were weekly yeah. till they got to the end of the season. They would end a season and then they would start the new season in usually September, October, when, from enough. wherever it ended. Fair enough. So they would take like three, four months off to write the next season. And then they would record, write and record and then they would just release. Because there there's a lot of Foley uh, done on these episodes. Nice. Like right. the editing level... At one point, I think that between season two and three, they actually put a call out, uh, a hiring call for anyone that wanted to work because they needed sound editors. Nice. Nice. Um, yeah, it's uh, the production company is called Rusty Quill. Uh, they've got a couple other things I'm looking at on the, in the works that I haven't listened to, but I want to listen to. Great podcast. 
I like it. It's creepy, but I, I love it. And if that isn't an endorsement, I don't know what is. So let's throw this out to our audience. What did you think uh, of our picks for 2020? Best video game, best TV show, best movie. What were you, what did we leave out of those lists? Once you let us know, all our socials are after the show. Thank you, Matt Moore. Thank you, Marcus. Thank you, Shows. David, Hawk, for coming on and talking about the stuff that wasn't a fire dumpster crap thing from 2020 it's fine it's fine. fine it's fine everything's uh, fine yeah this and, things uh, we'd and like I, to remember and yeah versus the things we'd like to forget i do like marcus's idea of putting our our worst of last year but maybe we'll do that in, in a little bit <laughs> we'll do that in a couple episodes or maybe next episode we'll we that. never know we'll find out when we get there because we do all <laughs> the planning the most positive to the most negative yeah yeah <laughs> we'll figure it out anyways yeah. Thank you guys for coming and, t- and chatting with me about uh, 2020, your favorites. And thank you all out there on Twitch and in podcasting land for coming in and listening to us. Have a great night. We'll see you guys soon. Goodbye. Bye. Well, that's it for us this week on Geeks with Kids. If you want to get a hold of us, you can send us an email at podcast at geekswithkids.ca. And don't forget to like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash geekswithkids. Follow us on Twitter at geekswithkidstn. Check out our pics on Instagram at Geeks with Kids, and you can find all of this good stuff on our website at www.geekswithkids.ca. So if you like what you hear, why don't you hit that subscribe button and leave us a comment. This podcast can be found on iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, Stitcher, YouTube, and your favorite podcasting app. Thanks again for listening, and we'll see you next time.